Welcome to the Dump Real Podcast. We're here with Defective Dagger today. Welcome, Bradley. Hello, hello. It's an honor to be on here. Is it? Yeah. You've yeah. been waiting for four fucking years. <laughs> Episode 25. Hey, it's okay. Hey, you know what they say, better late than never. Yeah. Episode 25. Like this is the season someone. finale <laughs> of a typical anime. Yeah. <laughs> we we, who's who's developed their character the most during... Um, it'll be Bradley and Anthony and Seb, who unfortunately we were trying to get on here, but we couldn't. Because he's got a job. He has to work. Yeah. And it's really hard kind of making a schedule around people that work. So mm. especially when we have a lot of people that we want to be on the podcast. But you know, it's it's alright. Yeah. yeah. But you were at Korea Uprising, the three of you. Seb mm. Anthony Newt. Yep. Um wait. <laughs> Seb Newt D D. Um yeah. So, why did you go in the first place? Like, what what spurred it? You were just like, oh, Korea Park farming. Uh, this, this started post. This started at the Sydney airport, I believe, right? Yeah, because you were, um, Seb, you had flight vouchers. Did you like we? They wanted to travel, right? Are you yeah, yeah, we were we were looking. We had flight vouchers from our first um, when we were going to go to America at the start of the year, but then. You know, America got hit by the huge COVID wave and all the majors got cancelled, so we just didn't go. Um, so we had flight vouchers, so we were looking for other places to go in the world. And we were going to go to Europe. We were thinking Europe just because, you know, all the other Australians were going there. Seems like a decent idea. But then flights were $3,500, so we decided that that wasn't uh, ideal. And so we looked at some other places. We looked at America again. We looked at even just like a vacation in Singapore. And then eventually we just saw Korea had like $950 flights. So we're like, hold on a second. Let's let's just go to Uprising. So yeah, we just kind of decided in the airport within like two hours that we were going to go to Uprising. Yeah, I suggested it. And then I'm like, yeah, okay, why don't I just go as well? Like, is it like, because I was just trying to find a place for them, like where, where, like, where we could go. And like, yeah, so happened to be a gold event was happening in Korea and Korea was always a place that, you know, well, like Seb wanted to go. I, you know, I'd love to go to Korea as well. And it was all our first time there. Yeah. And um, it definitely ended up being worth it, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, I, I really enjoyed the the stay there. I actually enjoyed yeah. it more as a like a as a tourist than a um than as a Smash player, yes, kind same, of. Same. Like I, I just really genuinely enjoyed staying there. Have you Have you done much international travel before, Bradley, or? Um, like beside that time, no, this is my first time going out of the country by myself without my family. Without kids. And, and the only other time I went was when I went to Evo in 2019. Yep. So I've only been out of country twice and this was my first time. Damn. With, with, without family. So did it you, was a bit scary. Did you get any culture shock personally or? Um, not, not really. I think like the biggest culture shock I had was... You don't have to press the buttons for the uh, <laughs> for the uh, the pedestrian lights, like the traffic light. Oh. <laughs> Dude, I love we, slapping the shit out of that in Melbourne. That's funny. Yeah, we we were doing that when we were there, and we kind of just realized that it's like you're not meant to do it. 
you're only meant to do it because it, like, it just reads out when you're allowed to go for people who are visually impaired. So we were just doing it at every traffic light for like the first two days. Because yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't make the sound actually when, um, when the like the green, the light is green. There's no, there's no like. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'll be looking at my phones and I, like, because you know, I'm like, I'm looking at my phone, right? And I, I'll, I'll, I'll listen to the sound cue when I'm meant to cross. But I like look up and like, oh, people start walking already. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. There was a few things like that. Um, the food uh, quite definitely gave me like a shock. There was, I was kind of scared because I'm not usually a big fan of Asian food. Like I'm pretty picky eater. So when I went there, I was like, oh, I don't know if I'll eat everything I'm able to eat. You know, I might just have to resort to Western food, worst case scenario. But there was literally no Western food anywhere. And then thankfully, I really enjoyed the food there. So yeah. there was no problem anyway. And look, if you're kind of shooting yourself in the foot, if you go somewhere overseas, that's a completely different culture and not not have the food there. Especially because the food that you'll be used to in like Asian countries will generally be very subpar. Anyways. Oh, dude, I mean, tell me about it. Like, we got we got pizza once and like actually just put me in the bathroom the whole day. It was so awful to eat as well. Yeah. Got Chicago, like Chicago pizza. You know, the deep, like the deep pan the pizza. fried really thick cheesy like, pizza oh it was terrible like no, oh seb why did you do this to me Dude, the cr- korean maccas put- bro korean maccas uh, seb was the only person to have korean maccas and that was yeah. when me and anthony did a bit of exploring at namsam park but we can get into that a bit later yeah i mean you just get into it, we do it now. now yeah so like yeah, yeah what's like, like, namsam park just the it's a big fuck it's a big what's the park called in new york what's that it's like like central Central Park, but like, it's more of a national park. Like, it's it's like it's on a hill. It's more it's more nature to it. It's a Namsan. Yeah, Namsan. Namsan. Yeah, and that's where Seoul Tower is, right? You know, Seoul Tower. The, oh, yeah, okay, at the top, okay, at the top, you. at the top of the hill. Yeah, Seoul yeah. Okay, it's cool. like a massive just fuck off park in the city. That's awesome. I think the and park was around yeah. ten kilometers, like in diameter. It was a huge yeah, park. Yeah, it takes you is, two hours to this walk. This is through a very famous easily. park. I, 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 yeah. I know. Yeah. And oh, and climbing up to the top of the tower, I did a bit of research. It was roughly six hundred meters. That's so awesome. it was. This so place it was like, awesome. yeah, it, it was super cool. And me and Anthony, well, we were there with Seb as well, but Seb had to drop out halfway yeah. through because he was just feeling a bit like unwell of walking so much. That's yeah, like fair, that's enough. fair enough. But um, <laughs> yeah, me and Anthony just. <clears throat> We just kept walking. There was like no stopping, basically. Yeah, and we I mean, just walked were, for like six hours, seven yeah, hours. There were people like up there walking, like you know, a fair few people. But then once we got up to like the Seoul Tower area, where just it's just like a fully developed like area. It's like there was like fucking hundreds of people there, shops everywhere. Like apparently the, they had the best burgers there ever. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, like we, did, we didn't us. get the burgers. Yeah, because we, we found it after we, they were goaded. Yeah. Uh, like churros, soft serves, and then like obviously they have the famous like the you know the love locks. Oh, ah yeah, 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 yeah. They like to have on the France. River yeah, and stuff apparently like in France they throw them in the river or something. But like they just put around the fence up 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 top there. Mm. Um, did you did you do one? No, no. <laughs> maybe we should have done one. That would have been kind maybe, of maybe cool. maybe you and Seb should have done one. Want to run doubles? <laughs> he 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 counted out. I couldn't. Anthony third wheeling. Yeah. <laughs> um. Oh, but even like, those locks—they rust after like six months. I was looking at like some of these rusty ones. I'm like, what? This is only like six months ago because like rains all the time. Obviously yeah. up there. November 2021. Um, and it's but just, I know, like, but on like, the verge of dying. Even, even also on the way, right? There's like 
a, a like a historic history museum, like the, about mm. the you know the, the, the Korean Revolution, of Korea. yeah, independence yeah. of South Korea, and like it's just like I just can't believe like how like like cool it was in general. Mm. And there were so many statues as well, just like walking around, and you would like yeah. you would walk up heaps heaps of these steps. There was like. 100, 150 steps, and you got up, and there were just these two huge statues, and I don't really know the historical importance of them, but they just looked so cool, and they yeah. had them everywhere, and met, like everywhere you went, just had a cool statue. Nice. And obviously, there was plenty of like views, like of the city. We got, you know, we, we got plenty of photos. Like it overlooked like all of the city, but as I found out, like Seoul is just so huge. It's, it's so, just like it's it's like like a mega. It was incomprehensible to me, like yeah. how big Seoul was compared to like. Melbourne, it's to Melbourne's a fucking speck. Like it's yeah. so tiny. Yeah, I, I want to say Seoul was like between fifty and a hundred kilometers wide. It was yeah. just massive. It would take you like, like considering that the, uh, I think the speed you could go on the roads was like forty kilometers an hour, fifty, maybe sixty at max. It would probably take you like three hours to drive through Seoul from one side to the other. Jesus. And it's I like longer. I reckon longer because some of the traffic. Remember the yeah. traffic the one night, one day we went to try and go to the light show. Yeah, six hundred and five kilometer kilometer squared. Yeah, was was PTV good and cheap? Nine point seven million. It was cheap. Mm-hmm. PTV was good. It was like man, it's many yeah, buses, it's right? Tall. But they came like all the time. Even Every like five minutes, four minutes. Yeah, like. I mean, we kind of got lost after Namsan Park. Remember, we just ended up in that place. Like, <laughs> yeah, the we got to the uh, what was it like? It's like Gwangyam Square or something like that. I don't yeah, know how to pronounce it, but it was like a big square this... next to a huge palace, and oh. we accidentally joined a protest. I think <laughs> I don't <laughs> really awesome. know what was happening. <laughs> yeah, there's people everywhere. Like, yeah, but um, yeah. it's thankfully not too hard to like. Like a lot of it is westernized. Luckily, you know, I mean, like there was like. There was still like like quite a few tourists, you know. You could see. Have you guys been there. to Japan? Never, but it, it, it I think it would be very similar of an experience. Tokyo is massive as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, apparently, I, I saw that. Yeah, Seoul. I think Seoul has around ten million people. I was like, well, damn, this has to be one of the biggest cities. Yeah, in the world. Seoul has ten um nine point seven. Tokyo million. has, I think, forty million people. Yeah, so, like, Tokyo. Tokyo no, 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 like... no, 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 no. Tokyo doesn't have forty million, but it has oh. like it has thirteen. It has almost fourteen million. Oh, okay, I thought I saw. Maybe I read that wrong on Wikipedia. You probably read something else, like the elevation. Uh, another uh, forty meters. Another crazy thing about to- um not Tokyo, sorry, Seoul just having so many people is no matter where you went, the population was just so like. Like, is dense the word I'm looking for? It was just... Yeah, dense. Yeah. Everywhere dense. you went, it was just packed. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, you kind of actually realize it's... It actually says a lot about Australia because Australia is massive. Like, the land we have is huge, but we yeah. just don't have that many people. Well, <laughs> so, we just have, have also livable closed. areas. Yeah. yeah. Our land, you just can't live on half the places. Oh, it's too dry. I mean, 80% of places, low-key. It's I mean, too dry. There's too many rivers that are just not really good there's a lot of flooding issues it's just the it's, land mass isn't really good for us we can get into geography another day but like definitely like in asia asian countries it's very like essential like like there is just like a whole bunch of fucking people in tight spots like yeah, i'm sure hong kong's similar hong to this hong well. yeah. literally yeah. is tiny but like yeah. this fucking like this fucking little city has like so many people in it too and it's just mm-hmm. so dense that's why and you will find typically in Asian countries, um, building landscapes 
go vertically, not horizontally. Yeah, yeah we we did notice that. Yeah. That was a very hilly. Yeah. Right. Uh, you'll notice it in Tokyo as well. Yeah. Mm. So, uh, another thing house. That, oh yeah. Another thing that kind of took us by shock was just the pricing of everything. Just cheap. That, yeah. I mean, it did take me by shock because like I've like, I mean like I've been totally like yeah, I you have experience. Time, right? you have yeah. Experience, so right? like where things are cheaper there, but like I suppose even like from a super. Because like Seoul's like a major city, it's a developed country, Korea, right? I was like, oh, this yeah. is still quite, still a lot better than you know Australia, what we have, right? Yeah, and uh, the the main reason it was so good is because our currency is almost one to one with the Korean one. It's like a little bit in the one's favor, but their minimum wage is so much lower than ours that all of their stuff is cheaper. So when we convert all of our currency to them, it's not like we're losing too much money. But because everything is so much cheaper because their their wages like lower, we just got so much like benefit from it. And yeah, you could go out and get like yourself a full proper dinner for ten dollars, fifteen dollars max. Like we went out to Korean barbecue and we got a full full Korean barbecue, two servings of meat, everything, like multiple beers, multiple sojus. It was like twenty eight bucks each. Um, one Korean one is. No, it be, no, 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 no. You don't look at one Australian dollar. It should be, it should be around. Yeah, yeah do, do it one Australian dollar, and it should be like nine hundred one, because one thousand one is basically the equivalent of one dollar. Yeah. Two Korean. Nine hundred and forty-three Korean one. Uh, yes, well, so that's not like ninety-four cents. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, you get a lot of fucking food that for very little. Yeah, I think it's. Probably like an incredibly ridiculous yeah. Because when I went to Japan, it wasn't necessarily like that cheap. Like it apparently was just very, good, apparently it's good, very good right now. Yeah, right yeah. now probably like you fucking think yeah. <laughs> with like the trajectory of the fucking world. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, overall pretty good fucking experience, right? Yeah, That's, we went yeah, to like was... lots of different suburbs. We went to like I think yeah I think Hongdae is the coolest like yeah Hong- Hong- Hongdae was really cool. Like kind of like a cool like. No- Cool nightlife, like meet me and places. Anthony. That's where that's where Core A was as well. How was the? Can I can I ask? How's the coffee in Korea? Oh yeah, uh, oh, it was it was fine. I only got coffee once outside of Starbucks. Everything else was just Starbucks. Well, I had that's not coffee, real. Coffee, I had coffee so. three different coffee. times. Well, I had like I went to like a Starbucks or you know like a general coffee place three separate times, and the first time I just got their signature chocolate blend. And that might be, like, the best chocolate drink I've ever had. You can't, like... So, Starbucks is, like, not really, like, good because that is, like, literally a global... It's Yeah, but that was, like, our experience. It's popular. It is popular in Korea. There's obviously different... Like, it will have to be... It's incredibly popular in countries that aren't, like, fucking Australia. So, Starbucks fails... Doesn't fail, but it's very unsuccessful in Australia because coffee culture is, like... The best in the world, right? Mm, um, yeah. So it is incredibly popular in places like Korea or Japan, etc., because they don't really have that. But surprisingly, I, I just asked curiously because yeah. when I went to Japan, the, when I went to some cafes, I was very surprised. It was just like it tasted nice, you know. I was like, this is just like it's not necessarily like the the blend or, or like the like the beans themselves, but it it did taste really really nice. So. I I think it's more catered to what i like but i don't think actual true coffee lovers would love like asian coffee 
in my opinion. Uh, yeah. I don't, I don't think Connor would be a fan of like, I was this stuff. Really it, it feels more like less mature taste, if that makes sense. Sure. Oh, it's just yeah. sweet. It's sweet. Yeah. It's sweet, the, obviously. The, mo- yeah. the mocha I had was just like, it was fine. I was actually was a fan of Vietnamese coffee when I went over to Vietnam. Okay. But like, mm. uh, Vietnamese coffee is also could, sweet. I don't think I can drink it every single day. Like I do Melbourne coffee. Yeah, yeah exactly. They use condensed milk. Oh, we're good, we're good. Yeah. Maybe it's because we've got more livestock that's nearby, like cows and that, that it's our coffee tastes a bit better, or maybe not better, but different to theirs. Because they probably have to, they have to import a lot of stuff into Korea because they don't really have, I don't think they have much farming there. Just rice. Probably we use really a lot can't of alter- say, right? They probably yeah. use mm. a lot of alternative alternatives in foreign countries. Yeah, but I have yeah. a question there. Uh, yeah, go on. Yeah, kind of. Nightlife. Oh, yeah. Well, we honestly, I don't think we went out too often at night. We went out a really? lot to just go get dinner, but you didn't. There was you didn't hit the town with the clubs or anything one night, mm, or no? There, there was one night we kind of did, but it was like a bit different because we went to. This was after Seoul Smash, the first monthly we went to. Then we went out to Korean barbecue, and then afterwards we went out to karaoke, and that was like that was really cool. I really liked. Oh yes, it. yes, yeah. And well, then after, and then afterwards, seven, seven lucky. They went to go to another bar, and we were going to join them, but like honestly, me and Anthony were feeling kind of dead. I always was like, gonna shit myself as well. Yeah, yeah, the runs, the runs, And then like I remember we were walking forever. We were, we, no, we, we walked for like stop. fifteen minutes. Well, no, to we find. went to the bus stop. I'm like, oh. I don't think the I don't know when the bus is gonna come, but I'm gonna toilet now. And then like we just walk around this like the like the clubbing district. And I even got baited into like I was like oh I kind of want to go now, but I actually need to, I'm actually oh, gonna die. Is, what about yeah. that TikTok where like you're just walking by? It's like oh, uh one thousand an hour. Come in, come in. And there's like, it, we have penises or some shit like that. Do you know what I'm mean? saying? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. The the one club they almost convinced us to go into was a very I think Western kind of looking club. Oh yeah. Like the, oh, no, the, it was like a yeah. It was it wasn't a Korean girl. It was like a it was you know. She, she, I, don't, I think she was Irish. Or like yeah, might Gaelic. have been something like that. Yeah, I was like, oh, it's that like best hip hop club in like the world. I'm like, oh, oh, mate. But then like, yeah, like, but it I was could, like super dead looking. So yeah, it looked like, super dead, and I was so I was gonna die. Like, dude, I remember, I remember when yeah. I pointed to the sign. I'm like, dude, Anthony, there's a toilet 800 meters. Yeah. Like, oh, mate, yeah. <laughs> we're just running for it. Um, but. No, I would like. I think that was like my favorite district. I thought Gangnam was supposed to be the the district of like where all the you know the cool stuff is. But like yeah, the only time we spent Gangnam was like to get Seb's like Nike shoes with the imprint. <laughs> we went to the aquarium oh, as well. The aquarium. And... Oh yes, yeah, that's in that was around there. Yeah, the aquarium was really cool actually. The, mm. the Quack Mall. That's just a huge fuck off. Probably the biggest mall I've ever been in. Yeah, it was um, massive. Yeah, it was like there's like huge library in the middle, just like. <gasps> 20 like st- like bookshelf stories told just massive room yeah you know melbourne central the main room that's got like the three floors and the food court there and it's like it's got, got the giant tower. clock yeah yeah that that entire room is probably the size of the library just in that mall Damn. yeah that's insane and, and it was literally like they had a huge ladder that just went up to the top of like this bookshelf that was like like 30 meters tall i mean, I mean soul station was basically just melbourne central on crack like yeah, yeah. We stayed next to Soul Station, like, for the first, like, week, um, which was, yeah, nice and convenient. Actually, like, we kept joking about it, but, like, it was true, like, 
like the place we stayed at low-key looked like the, the the parasite you know the, the slums you know where the first family yeah. are from it actually looked like kind of identical we got some photos that we could show you and it's like damn this is where parasite was, living in was Sol- yeah. Sol- oh my god <laughs> no no like the, not not soul station like the area like where like right next to it yeah next to it right um but that was like yeah have you guys seen yeah you guys seen parasite, yeah, seen parasite. yeah. yeah. Um, it, it, it was scarily accurate surprisingly <laughs> and then like yeah. one of the people yeah, everywhere, stayed yeah. said like oh yeah we had a flooding and you know we lived in like a basement house so it got flooded and i'm just like <laughs> oh. <laughs> i tried to i had to think not try and think about it yeah yeah but that was our experiences yeah just yeah korea, outside yeah. of like but... being in korea you yeah. actually got to meet koreans who played smash which is cool yes how we're, how we're f- gonna we're gonna go into the smash now yeah, yeah, yeah. how mm. well, real quick question how is like communicating or like general english like uh, like with people it was fine like you well, fine, actually with like yeah. Tanak yeah. and stuff yeah so yeah. actually it was Tanak that reached out to seb like maybe two weeks or a week before we came to korea yeah right? message me as well yeah got us really all nice. a dm and uh, try to plan you know what we should do and all that like really when nice we get there you. Yeah, um, Tanak, Tanak was really great to be around. He helped us out a lot. Yeah, yeah. we had Not we had a few people. Yeah. yeah, no, no, no. Go on. Sorry, we had a few Koreans in particular who were like really, really good to hang around and helped us out a lot. We had Tanak, obviously. We had Nari, who yeah, Nari. you know went around with us in was it Hongdae? We went to the rhythm place. No, that was not Hongdae. That was oh Jesus. That was like where we got lost. Where we took because. One thing about, about pub, uh, Korean public transport is line one. Even Koreans complain line about one. it. It splits off somewhere, so we ended up going like, I don't know, five suburbs like in the wrong direction, and then we had to go back and then back back again. Essentially, it, yeah, we just went out play arcade and get food and. Um, so there was yeah. Nari, who was really good to be around. There was Pildo, really oh, yes, yep. cool kid to be around. Yeah, he helped guide us a lot, and he had really really good English, so he was able to translate a lot really quickly for us. And we had mm. old mate, old mate Toke Toke. Yep. Yeah, Toke Toke. Yeah, lizard seller. Lizard seller. Lizard seller is a smuggler. Yep. Illegal, illegal lizard smuggler. <laughs> Actually, the the best guy. Yeah. Smuggle some lizards. That's yeah, so no lizards are a tre- treasured possession in. Um, it costs like ten thousand, ten thousand dollars for you to buy like a pet like. Lizard. Like, like yeah. yeah. Yeah, some blade runner. So he's a he's a lizard. (laughs) So he's a lizard breeder, and he said next time we come to Korea, we have to smuggle something, (laughs) and he'll share the profits. But um, yeah, our first experience, at least playing Smash, that we went to a cafe. Korea? No, 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 it wasn't Korea. It was we we went. It was like two days after we arrived. It was like just some gaming cafe. They they only had like big screens. It was only like console games, right? Obviously, Korea is very very known for its PC gaming culture, right? The PC yeah. bums. I don't. I, we didn't get to go into any of them. Obviously, yeah. we think we probably have better things to do. But yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. It was just like a console cafe. Maybe it had like I don't know twenty like big like sixty inch plasma screens. So that that's we practice on that. Obviously. Yeah. It was it was quite laggy until we switched to game mode. We did the. I don't think the owner knew what game mode was, which was a bit a bit weird. <laughs> well, I so mean, it, it was, makes sense. Like they just don't play that sort of stuff, you know. Like they mm. they don't like. Really yeah, they, it was more. It, they, they weren't playing competitive games on these things. They were more of like Mario Party. There was a lot of yeah, yeah exactly. Of, so it makes sense that yeah. you wouldn't know. It, it was really cool as well because it, it was like 
these type of places you would expect it for be the, like the the sweats or just like the the like the boys to go out, but it was kind of like Everyone. people went out to these places for dates. Yeah, like yeah. a lot of a yeah. lot of like guys or girls would bring their partner and like they would just like play. Like, play whatever, play you know, like it's all the casuals. Like, it takes two. All the casuals. Yeah, it takes two. Yeah. was very popular, actually, there. Yeah, it takes two. Mario Party and Mario Kart. Yes, yeah. Yeah. they would just play everything there. It was it was really, really interesting. And um, so, who were, the, who were the guys that you, you played with? Um, we Abverb? played with... It was Tanak, Abverb, and Nari. Yeah, those three. So, yeah. yeah. So, we got our first taste, right? And then... Um, I mean, yeah, what do you think, Bradley? You played... Uh, well, okay, so I reckon it's probably best if you don't, like... You don't need to go into detail for every yeah. single experience for, like, friendlies, but you can summarize a whole collective experience after you've mentioned, like, mm-hmm. most of your tournaments. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I'd, I'd assume, right, like, how you feel for friendlies will also correlate to, like, your actual um, competitive experiences in tournaments, and then you can, like, kind of summarize a whole... Mm. Uh, well, well, the one thing to unless take, you have no, some specific things you want to point out, right? Like, yeah, that very there, there is one thing I want to point out, and that's they don't do money matches. It's not in Korean culture to money match people because cool. it's just not something people really do. But what, they but do a lot sets. of friendly sets. Oh. Yeah, a lot of serious sets. A lot of people will buy you a drink over a set. Oh, like Bev match. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's also they do doubles practice very seriously. There, some of the teams, specifically Adverb and Tanak, they were doing. Like, like Adverb traveled out like two hours just to play doubles with me and Seb. Damn, that's cute. Yeah, they were very, very dedicated. I mean, they they are. Listen, me me and Seb were like while we were playing, we're just like this is like insane. They were, despite like Adverb not even being like a well known name there really until this past weekend, where he actually did really well at Uprising. It was like. Their doubles teams are like low key better than Australia's by quite a lot. Me and me and Seb were like thinking, yeah, Adverb and Tanak could get top four in an Aussie major easily. But like, it's also like they haven't played against the other Aussies, and the other Aussies haven't played against them, so it's hard to say. But just based on the skill, the the awareness when you were doing doubles, they they always knew when their teammate needed help, and they would just sprint across the stage instantly. It was almost seems like MOBA esque. And they yeah, it was it was really calculated doubles. And I noticed as well, a lot of these teams, they would play different characters for doubles if, like, more beneficial. Mm. Like, I played against Toke Toke in doubles, who's meant to be a, a wolf main. Yeah, played Mega, Mega Man, Man in double. Yeah, played Mega Man, and it was actually, like, just... I was actually just getting fucked by the, like, like all the bullshit from Mega Man in dubs. Yeah, and, yeah. and Pildo and his doubles partner. His doubles partner normally played, I think, just, like... Falco, right? Yeah, Falco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the hot dog, yeah. Yeah, Dr. Hot Dog, plays yeah. Falco, but in doubles, he plays Incineroar. So Damn. it's like they they almost have like a completely separate. Yeah, and Tanak also plays me brawler instead of fox and doubles. Yeah. Me brawler is completely broken in doubles. Like. Yeah. Damn. But like they they always knew as soon as their teammates hit like the certain situations, they always instantly would drop everything they're doing, run across the whole stage and just kill you. Like it's actually like That's reminiscent really of like seven ghosts. When like Seb would get a down throw on Rob, and then Ghost would just run across the whole stage and just me brawl F smash you. It was literally just that, but it was like you got hit by a Diddy monkey flip, and like suddenly, you know, Tanak was running across the whole stage to punish it and stuff yeah. like that. Their doubles meta was very scary, and they were surprisingly good at doubles. Like, they it was very very 
very cool actually to play against. Damn. Which is something I wasn't really <laughs> expecting. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Um, okay, so what about... So you went to the gaming cafe, and then you went to a local, a monthly, and yes. the major, right? Yeah, uh, ju just the monthly. Well, the the monthly was. Oh uh, no, no, yeah, because okay, so, so their local is like a monthly, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, talk like can can you give us a bit of an insight to like the core A studio? Did you meet Gerald? Is I, he there? I, I think we I saw. Think. I think we saw Gerald at Uprising. He didn't yeah. say hello or anything. He would probably be at Uprising. I think. Yeah, yeah but uh, like no. We saw Josh. Who's yeah? Was he so, his name Josh? Yeah, is that's the T.O. Josh, the guy that um that does. The tidbits for Corey Gaming? Oh, yeah. mate. I don't think so. He's just the head tier. He's oh, just the okay. head tier. He's from, like, he's, uh, like, from America. Oh, yeah, runs run the stream. Head tier. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's uh, I think his tag's JLU. Um, okay. But, no, Core cool, A. Eh? I mean, like, I, I was like, it's just like. The venue. It's, similar, it's like Pixel. It's similar vibes to Pixel. It's like, but just more like fighting game, like. Oriented, right? It yeah. just looked yeah. really clean yeah. from the first. Yeah, like if you've seen the video, if you've seen the video, that's pretty much what you get, right? There's nothing too much else to it. You know, there's yeah. a bar as well. Where you can get drinks or you can buy food. Um, yeah. There, what? Wait, we drank. We. I thought it was gonna be the weirdest thing ever. The it was kimchi like energy drink. Did you think that sounds like oh. whack AF? But, I loved was it. it. Was it nice? But, yeah, it was nice. It didn't taste like kimchi really. I couldn't but, stop drinking it. I had like four in one day. Yeah, they'll give it away. Yeah. Yeah, they're giving away kimchi energy drinks. Uh, it's uh, like but, E15, but like better. <laughs> but like, oh yeah, true. But, Dude, I'm watching um, the hey, video now. And this video is so good. It's just yeah, like it's you literally. He literally is like doing like a fast speed on how to get to the studio. Yeah, mm. but like, it's like it's just a total vibe. Like, um, I would say the monitors and the like the setups are like easily the best I've ever Dude, seen. There's a rage yeah. room. I'm not sure if it's a rage room. No, I did see the rage room, yes. It was next to... Uh, Anthony, I don't know if you saw it, but you know where the stream setup room was on like the side? Yeah. There was a there was a door in there that went to another room. What? And and, and like, Jelly told me, it was like, oh yeah, if people need a salt out, they just go in there, and it's like soundproof. That's oh, awesome. Wait, right. you guys, you guys I missed mean, out. I, well, you <laughs> needed that, bro. For... Uh, <laughs> well, hey, listen, that uprising, we probably need the winning. We all did pretty good. Yeah. I mean, I'm always angry that I'm losing to Bradley and Seb. Yeah. Uh, but... <laughs> Traveled all the way to Korea to lose to me and Seb. Yeah. I mean, I would have rather had that fate than what actually happened at Uprising, but we can go on that later. But, um... Menry. Yeah, but uh, no, Koei Studios is really cool. It's not, it's not, not huge or anything, right? But it's yeah. just like really nice to play in. Like I said, the, the monitors, like best monitors I've ever played on. Yeah, like, like actually no negative lag. lag. Negative and lag. Then, and then <laughs> yeah. the, like just like really nice speakers. Just like Sifo would be the best player in this venue because it <laughs> has sound. It was, it was actually it was actually yeah. just rollback like monitors. Yeah. Yeah, um, you can actually see the future when you play. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, um, the only bad thing about them was is they all had third-party adapters. Oh, there was, damn. There was no first-party adapters. So I brought, I usually brought mine to the events so I could just plug mine in. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, most people, most people want pro cons. I mean, we can actually, I mean, I suppose we can start in this, actually. Ooh. Apparently, we were told, we use what's sold in Korea. Wait, what? Actually, oh, we use? Yeah, we use what's sold in Korea. So, 
at this this probably meant that actually most of the scene started in ultimate very young yeah, yeah. And, and then, that's probably and then, why Tanakh played a lot like like yeah, his he's experience America. exclusively yeah. from America probably mm. yeah and um and, and then the, at the start of the game as well apparently like mo- most of the people that were playing in Korea were you know like foreigners and like expats right yeah, yeah. like JJ Rockets JJ yeah like people like JJ Rockets was like, he there I don't no he doesn't live in Korea anymore oh true he lives um, in Japan now yeah. Uh, yeah, but like obviously, as time went on, like you see a high influx of like you know native Korean players playing, and now most most of the nat- like most of the top level top ranked players are like the native like Korean players. Mm. I'll be back. Yeah. Okay. Oh, emergency. Right. But it was just really strange when Pluto's like, "Oh yeah, we don't actually have Wii U's here." Like, huh? So like, like yeah, yeah. So mo- most like- of the players' ultimate is their first Smash game. Mm-hmm. Since the last Smash game they would have had was Brawl, but it's it's crazy looking at the Australian scene as well, and like how much of the fact that like being a Smash Four vet helps with being yeah, mo- like yeah. how good you are locally here. It's like mm. oh, all of us PR Smash Four vets at least like yeah, and it, and it's like you look at the uh, the the first Korean PRs because we oh, we did a bit of research on the players before we went, and their last Korean PR was at the end of 2019. And on it was Tanaka first, and then there was um, Mage, who's the Pally player from America, and then there was JJ Rockets. So their top four had three people who played Smash Four. Yeah, which was and then you really just kind of lose that. So it's like fuck. Yeah. Mm. yeah, and now you've got players like yeah, new players like a fourteen-year-old, basically probably maybe their best player now. Like yeah, yeah. I, I think it, I think Ashen is their best player, and it helps yeah. a lot it's... having. Smash Four for your development of the new new age as well. Like, imagine if like in Victoria, if we didn't have like any Nick or Bin to like guide like some of these. Like, imagine imagine the PR right now, like without the Smash PR, Imagine all these players just disappeared. Like, yeah, we got th- it's just New snap. South Wales. Yeah, yeah, actually, twenty twenty and twenty. Uh, yeah, actually, that is and a good like, example. It's like oh, yeah. Jura and B are our best players in Vic now. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, you'll just have a very young. Sort it's of, like it's not like they're bad but it's like game. we lose so much depth you know so yeah it's but um, yeah you just lose all the veterans yeah it's almost a bit like queensland almost it's almost like everywhere kind else of. but victoria and sa yeah kind of mm. i mean uh, as sa is like got a lot of their veterans no? still dominating yeah ghost well, WA is the same like they have their vets still Can't, yeah yeah, the, but they've really only got Pop It. Oh, no, it's Turn Up. Turn Up. Oh, true, and, I forgot about Turn Up. Smash 4. Yeah. Like, yeah. Alright, anyways. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the actual event. Let's, let's go back like, overseas. Not yeah. today. Yeah. The rule set of the event. Oh, yeah, oh, true. You need to the rule set first, actually. Yoshi's story. Okay, hang on. I'm going to quickly... Dude, I'm looking at this note, yeah. and it, Anthony's like, Korean rule set. <laughs> bring back Bring Yoshi's. back Yoshi's. Hang on, I'm going to get the... Do you guys have the rule set? Maybe you should post a picture. Yeah, I'll post it now. I remember that. So, it's the... They do do the, the five starters thing, right? Three I heard camp, like, three camp yeah, here you go, I heard most in. most oh. games were played on Yoshi's. Most no. games. Well, oh, okay, no, that's not true. But I mean, every game I could try and get on Yoshi's, I did go to Yoshi's. <laughs> I'll just say that, right? Yeah. Um, uh, so yeah, like I think the biggest omission here, right, is obviously like no Smashville, which was crazy. That this might be crazy, the only yeah. rule set in the world with no Smashville. Yeah, it's yeah, literally just no Smashville. Kind of weird. 
and, and, no and replace Lilith with Yoshi's. That's yeah. literally the rule set. Damn. And then you have but, starters and counter picks. Okay, so your starters yeah. are Battlefield FD, Small Battlefield, Pokemon Stadium 2, and Town and City. Yeah, so you don't even get a, a single plot for starters. So it, uh, it is a weird yeah. rule set. Can I kind of pick the most recent stage that you have won on? So that's yeah, MDSR. So MDSR. So MDSR. And yeah. it is... Um, uh, winner bans two stages. No, no, no. I'm seeing where it says character first. Or not. Um, oh, oh, yes. No, it is not. It's, you double, it's you double first. blind. Sorry. Yeah, you double blind character selection for the oh, first game, yeah, and then after that game, you do stage and then character. Stage then character. Yeah. yeah. Um, I Similar think. Low tide city. Wait, what? Stage then character. That's not good. Yeah, no, no, no. So like, you do your bands. Like, like, let, like, let's say we did bands, and it's like, all right, I ban Battlefield and Yoshi's, and then you're like, all right, let's go FD, and then I'm like. Oh, I'm gonna switch to Kazuya, and then you just gotta go against. Wait, there's Kazuya eight stages though. Yeah, there is. Yeah, they, and you ban two. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. But you also can't go back to the last stage. You uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, and I think this is not great. But I don't. Sure. There were some characters like when I played against Linzel, and I had to play against Samus with this rule set. I actually felt awful the whole time. <laughs> It was like, because game one, it's like, I'm like, all right, I'll ban Yoshi's. Starters, it's like, all right, I'll ban Pokemon Stadium. It's like, all right, pick between FD. Battlefield or Town and City oh, okay. yeah. or FD. And yeah. I'm just like, <sighs> not having, not having Smashville, I think is kind of troll because it is like a necessity of a stage. Mm -hmm. Look, you look at the starters and it's like, it's like three big stages like massive stages and then you have like battlefield and small battlefield and battlefield yeah. is polarizing and even battlefield is big yeah it's, I mean, it's big key, in its own way low-key their meta is like suited to these stages as well yeah the they're, they're like, meta. actually well, somehow of course it would be right yeah. of course it would be because that's like that's how you get the fucking like counter pick motherfuckers you know yeah um and you get like Yoshi's, Kalos, and Hollow Bastion. So like your game twos and threes are They're probably fine. like more more evenish. But I think Smash like you have to have Smashville. Yeah, I, it was like, basically every game was just starting for me at least on Battlefield yeah. or Town. And you look at you 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 add Kalos to it, right? And it's there's so many big stages. I just think mm. Yoshi's in itself is like too too much Holo, of a difference. Oh, no, I no, was it's Hollow Bastion no, that's troll. Hollow Bastion is troll. Because yeah, this, this stage is a nothing stage. It's a liminal space. Like, you play <laughs> on this stage and you're like, where am I? Yeah. What is this? <laughs> What's going on? I'll say, I'm trying to be as unbiased as possible. But, like, yeah. I really enjoyed playing on Yoshi's. I also, it, it, I really did enjoy Yoshi's yeah, way yeah, more than Lilat. It felt... Yeah, it's so much better than Lilat. Nah. Like, it's... Yeah, it's like, Yoshi's, like... like I would love playing on Yoshi's too. I think there's a huge novelty aspect to it. It's like it's a, it's completely unjanked stage in terms of like consistency, of like the literal stage does not change anything. Like there's no moving platforms. There's no weird bullshit ledge, right? Yeah. But it's yeah. just the fact that it's like WarioWare. It's like it's a very like, this is small and this is very small on the ground too, right? But I think like it is kind of a nice. Like I don't see it being like a toxic addition to like to like any stage rule set. I just think that you have to like make sure that if you're willing to have Yoshi's, which is fine on its own, 
your overall stage selection has to be balanced as well. Right? Yeah, yeah, I agree. yeah. yeah. I, mean, I, don't, I don't think this stage was balanced, but like yeah, playing this, on the this... actual li- like stage itself felt fine. I don't feel like anyone felt cheated, like, especially like... because Yoshi's is especially devious if you're doing stage first. That, true. It that, true. This yeah, does yeah. not like like act, you're you're fucking trolling, dude. Like yeah, it's you like, better it's like, pick up a pocket Mario. Or that, your was what, that was what Bean yeah. Money. That's what Bean yeah. Money would do. Bean Money would play Game and Watch and <laughs> if Game and Watch. And I remember he kind of picked um. Oh who did he kind of he kind of picked someone to Yoshi's, and he's just spamming up B into up B because it just kills you at zero. <laughs> yeah, that's it's crazy. like I play like fucking Captain Falcon, you know, and it's like oh Yoshi's or like fucking I play like Little Mac, and it's like all right. Oh, let's go FD then. It's like, ah, oh, I'm yeah, actually a Mario baby. Or <laughs> oh, Palutino. Fuck yeah. The, the, one, the one main thing about this stage list I did not like is if you, it was very, very big stage centric. Yeah. Like, yeah. if you were, if you liked smaller stages, people would just bend Yoshi's and then small battlefield. That's, right? that's literally what I was trying to, like, talk yeah, about. Yeah, right? yeah. Like, it's so no, bad. That's, like, Samus. Yeah, that's what, yeah, it was like, and then it's like the Samus play is like, okay. Yeah, they bend they bend Yoshi's and then small battlefield. And, then and even then they don't Bastion. even want to bend small battlefield sometimes. No. Sometimes yeah. they bend Hollow Bastion instead. And then you get now your one like, win, and then it's MDSR, and it's like, dude, it's like you, oh. you think about it, and it's like, what is the the small stage after that? Because you have FD it's and like you have battlefield. It's and battlefield, and battlefield's broken for Samus. Yeah, right. Yeah, and, and actually, and, you know what the secret actually is though? It's FD because Samus sucks on FD. Like, well, but but the problem is, is that Warrior it. sucks on FD more so. Most of those characters that like the yeah, small stages I, I, don't I, like. I thought the same. I thought, I actually thought the same when I played Linzo. I'm like, I don't FD, I think FD is actually not good for Samus, but I also don't like it at all for Palatine. No, Anthony, so. you, you troll because where are they gonna land for the up B? I, I just took Hollow Bastion because I'm. Where, just where are they gonna land for the up B, dude? I, I, nowhere. I where, where am I gonna land for anything? Like, dude, you have teleport. We'll get into that, but like okay. they, were, they, they are good at reacting to like. Oh. Just, like disadvantage yeah. options in general. So you're gonna say good um, at reacting to your stage picks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, no, they they just like if they put you in disadvantage, it's like they don't. Right, ex- right. They well, don't let, let's let's talk about it. Okay, yeah. so gameplay, gameplay, Korean meta, yeah. The Korean meta. Let's let's talk about it compared to Australia. Right, get the DLC character that MKLeo is playing right now, Paramount and they are playing that character exactly like MKLeo plays Dude, it, the- but like they've played it. With the less time. The McLeos. The McLeos. Literally, everyone is just McLeo. Like, McLeo the third. Like, it's actually like... I'm not gonna lie, it was kind of just boring. I was... Did not like playing on it as someone who does not follow the meta there. Yeah. It was was just like playing against a gun-spamming Joker. And then my next round was against a Samus who would just do charge shot and like wait and then my next round was like a ddd sitting on the other side of the stage just jumping around D- just like and then it was Mario who's just doing aura sphere the whole game it's just like oh it was it was so just... it doesn't seem like it's a very mcleo centric no no but the, right the problem no but the problem is is that you're always on a big stage so they always play like it's a big stage so they're on the other side of the stage from you just throwing stuff All that's unpunishable <laughs> literally <laughs> unpunishable <laughs> stuff from across the stage and then if you go near them they just like continue to run away but like also they just wait for you to do offensive stuff and then they counter it because yeah, it, i mean the, meta, the the general meta is they are the lowest risk like possible right take 
every interaction in your in their favor like basically yeah. try try and make things as riskless as possible and try and play as calculated as possible yeah so like basic you know kind of mcleos right yeah it's why joker is the most popular character there right because this is the oh, character that always will always pick the, you know pick the fights correctly essentially and they they yeah. know how to pick the fights correctly essentially like linzel is just really hard to like actually just there's no mistakes really going on in their gameplay right like in my opinion they play so minimal there's yeah. like they play so minimal it's hard for them to make mistakes because yeah. it, it's kind of like it's kind of like imagine Jono played more like Embo, but like kept his skill of Jono. It's like it would just be really hard to hit them, and they just they're, they're really safe, and like they do, like they never do a random dash grab. They never really do like a, a full hop committal aerial. They'll just keep using really yeah. fast ground speed character, like what's, really fast ground speed characters. And what's just, a what's a player that is the most comparable? To in Australia, in Australia, I said, I, I said this. I said it's DMO. Okay, what's I the difference? What's what's the difference yeah. between DMO and the Korean top players then? Just so we have like an understanding, because obviously these guys aren't the best players in the fucking world, right? There's uh, obviously a flaw. Yeah. Have, right. So it, let's if, let's unpack it. You know, it, Loki. This might sound like a cop out, but I think the biggest difference is they play similar, but the stage list also helps them a lot like it's like if you were to play against dmo you could probably get small battlefield or like you know smashville or lilacs in this rule set or you know holy bastion and it wouldn't be that bad right but there they just banned the really small stages and then suddenly everything feels so much more safe just because you have to run further at them to get them and and it's like if you jump they just run under you and if you run at them, they like just jump and then gun down and play safe. It was very yeah. weird. Okay. I mean, another thing is as well, it's just their, their execution. So they, they don't have like the 20xx like combos or whatever, right? But their execution on like, you know, stuff like, like I said, the just Joker fair one, you know, drag down, right? Or like inkling up through up there. It's like literally 100% conversion rate. They will yeah. practice this shit. The Ice Climbers play I played against had 100% conversion rate on like, all that bullshit's like ice Eight, 89 89 yeah. better than better than all the Australians yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 89 legend is so good oh, legend my bad yeah but um uh, that's what I noticed it's like dude like yeah I mean if like I said if they were Roy players they would hit it like Tanak 100% hit never, rate on down and up smash like they would they would they would never miss up. jab back here yeah they'll never fuck up anything like that okay like um what about anything about the player decisions then because, you, you, like, well, I, I get the picture you're trying to paint, right? It was yeah. honestly hard to think about what they were thinking because it felt like they were doing similar things the whole time, but they were just reacting to what you're doing and then they would do the most optimal thing or just if, if they didn't see something that would work for them, they would just run away. So okay. it's, like, it's hard to... I think their decision-making was just if you make a mistake, they're going to do a punish that just gets a hit and then just wait for you to keep making mistakes after that. But if you're not making a mistake, they just won't interact with you until you do make one. Yeah. But the thing is, they've picked the broken neutral characters. So, like, it feels like you have to make a... Neutral you have characters to make, on the really large stages. Yeah, you, like, so you have to make the first move, right? They, like, especially or they, they will fucking just shoot you with the Joker gun or just Mithrid forever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I see. So it just sounds right. like 
greater patience, really, since it's like yeah. less risky. Yeah. And, and it's like they customers. never, they were never scared of me just getting waft because, you know, they, they played so patient and they just know that Warrior's neutral is a bit linear. It's like, it's like Warrior has to do like a full hop onto someone or like a jump onto someone to hit them. Or he has to like run at them on the ground and then do a short hop near. They would just avoid that. If they saw me run at them, they would jump over me. And if if I jumped, they would just run under me and then they would continue gunning or A-hurrying. Or if I made a mistake, they would just hit me for like 15, 20%. And it would just you know, continue. honestly sounds a bit like Dura. <laughs> no, no, Dura's... I think when, when, the thing when is I though, he's durable stand. This durable stand at mid range and like random dash tech. He'll do like he'll a. Just play he'll, do, he'll do. St- he'll yeah. do stuff, right? But these guys, yeah. they'll if they're at mid range, they won't do a dash grab or okay. like a dash at. So like, it, it, it demo is like, a lot more accurate. Did you? Yeah, yeah, you're making it sound like they're, they're missing part of like a mix up in exchange for like you're always going to play rock, but rock is really safe. You know what I mean? Like. Even though scissors it's, can win sometimes, they'll never yeah, play. It's like, kind of like you're playing rock paper scissors, but they've got like, they've got like gun at their disposal. So well, it, it, and it that just, like re- just sets rock paper scissors. It's the thing ratio. they're really banking on is like outpatienting you yeah. and like having a really strong game plan and like having a really strong tool in neutral, forcing you to deal with it. And yeah, like yeah. it's like here's That's this thing that. that you have to deal with, right? And I'm just going to keep abusing this, and I'm not even going to opt to punish to to go for certain things that might get me more mileage that you grant me because I'm just going to opt for this game plan that's really safe and like look for specific punishes that this flowchart enables. So, do you, yeah. just, like uh, their, their, their base game plans are very strong, like the top level at least. It, yeah, it, it right? felt like a lot of Shrix and Dio and like. What about Tanark then? What is Tanakh? He's, he's the anti the outlier. He's yeah, the he's outlier. The anti. Oh, yeah. I love the anti meta being clutch. the best player. Let's go. Yeah. It's, it's like, you know, it's like... Tanakh's got the Connor in him. <laughs> Absolutely not. What? Uh, dude, like, like, I don't it's know. Like this... you, look, you look at WA and they're all like really, really passive players and then Luma's the best. So it's like, that's that's like just how it feels. Mm. Right. Yeah, I can. Well, but, but Tanakh's not the best there, right? Is he? He's like twenty. Well, right? that, according to their last like ranking periods and their recent monthly results, it would imply that Tanakh's the best. But oh, after I uprising, see. I see. Because that was that was Ashen's first tournament in a long time for a reason. Ah. Um, and so. So you guys were there when the weather changed. Kind of. Yeah. So yeah. Ashen, so Ashen didn't come to Soul Smash. So our first, because like Bradley won. Bradley and Seb got first and second at Soul Smash, right? Like. And then um, Tanakh third. Uh, he got four. Linzel, Linzel, because that, no, no. that was the that was the, the SD. Remember where he SD was? Oh, yeah. he freaked out. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And I got fifth. I think yeah, with uh, like yeah, yeah. I think. Player. Um. Yeah. Um. We can talk about our runs, I suppose, slightly there. But like, yeah, I just lost to Didi and Seb because, of course, that just happens. But you did I, beat Visionary in eighty. I did beat Visionary and I beat eighty nine. Well, I thought like I'm like, and I did beat a Steve player that actually freaked me out. He was from like France or something. Um, what? Bam! Shout out. They had, what, they had what was a lot it, of tag. Oh, I, I can, right. I can, I'll get it up if I like Lee uh, Lee Lee or something. Lee, Lee yeah, 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 so, yeah so, something like that. I don't know. I'll, was, get, I'll get the bracket up. He, he, he knew a few of the Steve gimmicks. I actually played him at Uprising again, and I like prepped more for the Steve matchup. Like yeah. I like I was kind of learning as I go. Yeah. yeah. What to do, um, but like uh, actually, because like remember, I think 
that same weekend was when like Rise and Grind happened. Oh no, the week but and before that. So I watched the fuck out of Louis Money and um Onin, How to Play Good Steve. Oh, you and watched- I just I, yeah, yeah. yeah, and I I just like did exactly what Louis Money did. Like no, like alright, if you place the blocks, this is how you deal with it. This is how you deal with minecart, you know, just legit just keep bearing, you know, it's just the safest option. This, right. you know, this is the space you're gonna do against like and build, etc. etc. Like the yeah, same yeah, edge yeah. guard Steve. So I just basically applied that to the Steve player and like it, it got me like, you know. Mm. Yeah, his tag was Lee Yeah. Yeah. Like the yes. Dude, wait, he actually he lost winners round one. Damn. Damn. Wait, who did he lose to? But, um, All right, well, let's talk a bit about your, your runs. So well, we're, we're at Uprising. This is the tournament that you guys have... Um, You guys are there for? So what are some expectations and reality checks going in? Uh, I was a lot more nervous than I thought I would be. Yeah. Well, actually, can we talk, can we talk about actually what... what has won the local, right? Yeah, can what? we talk about actually what happened? Because, all right, okay. originally, right, we, 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 we before we went to Korea, we knew, we thought that Cosmos was going to come. And he was gonna be yeah. obviously he was obviously gonna be number one C, right? Um obviously then like we saw Shine happens, Cosmos wins, and then he says like, Oh, I need a break. So we're like, Oh, Cosmos probably isn't coming. You know, is this a win I'm for Bradley, right? Yeah, I'm first. Yeah, seed, is, then. is Bradley gonna win the event? Because after especially after winning Soul Smash, right? The monthly. Right? Mm. We didn't we actually didn't know uh, Brad, Bradley and said we're third and fourth seed for Soul Smash. Mm. You know, just to see, you know, it's a bit hard to gauge like how Diddy and Seb will do against Linzel and Tanark. But, you know, we saw that they, you know, the Australians took over. But then, actually, it was like two days after registration closed, it was announced that like, Korea were opening their uh, border to Japan. And yeah, then, so the tournament's yeah. registration had ended, so no more players could enter. Yeah, we thought it was only going to be like 55 entrants. Right? Like, right. But then sign-ups but, opened back up. Sign-ups, yeah, sign-ups ended up happening still, and I think the tournament got almost 80. Nice. Yeah, so an yeah. extra twenty-five people. Yeah. Like after we, like after I had already researched my bracket, the people I was playing and like tried to get all that, they opened the the bracket again two days after it had closed, and suddenly there were just twenty-five more people. Yeah. And I was like, including was cool. including, Gax, including Gax. Gax. yeah, kept yeah, yeah. Um, although I think if the I think even if the bracket stayed how it was, I think Ashen would have won the tournament over me. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I think I think Ashen was winning that day. Nice. Um, but yeah, I was really excited to hear that the like Japanese players were coming because like, mm. um, me and Seb weren't. We wanted to win doubles, but then it became <laughs> a lot less, a lot harder. Um, but I don't know. My expectations was to just probably meet my seed like at that tournament because like I think I was I was I was seated quite high because you're like, seated to I, get ninth. I seemed to get ninth because I was actually seemed to get ninth at the monthly, which was less stacked. And then he saw that oh, I did quite well, so he like the TO bumped me up. Um, but like that tournament was just filled with like people like just across the world that you have no idea like how good they are. Yeah, Man, yeah, right. like it's so weird. Actually, it's so different comp- playing in a major overseas compared to here because you just have no clue who the hell your opponent is. I like even in Oz, right? I'm so like ingrained in the Oz scene, really, that I kind of know everyone. If I, yeah, if yeah. I have not heard of, okay, he, it's not uh, <laughs> sound arrogant, but if I haven't heard of you in Oz Smash and I'm about to play you, like chances are, like I'm probably gonna win. 
Like, yeah, yeah. not that actually. There's not really a hidden boss. Like, like you know, really. you know who like fifteenth in the state is, but you don't yeah. know who fortieth in the state is. It's like, well, not even know, the it's forty. Not how it is. It's like non forties. I imagine at this point. Now. Yeah, but like if if people aren't on the forty, right? Like, I'm probably not going to lose to them. Yeah. Like, like I, I chances like are, I can declare. Chances are, I can declare like what my character is, and like I'll just let them pick the stage, and I'm probably still going to win. But like when you're overseas, you just have no clue what to prepare for, what their play style is. Sometimes I'll still hear about, like, I've never played against a player, but, like, I haven't played against Unpheasant, right? But he's like, oh, this guy's got sick Mario combos, right? You know, he will do, you know, he likes PS2, So you know what to expect. So I know what to expect, even if I have not seen or played against Unpheasant, that, like, I've got my expectations in check. But some of these players, like, this Ice Climbers, I had no clue, like, how good this player was. Like, I have no clue, like, how he would compare to Spamage. And then this guy was doing, like, I feel like the craziest shit ever. Ice Banana. Looking like Ice <laughs> Banana, bro. Yeah. 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 Like, actually, like, Ledge Trump, like, Nano Bear bullshit, like, right? Like, just, yeah. 100% hit right in the footstool. So I just, like, I basically, you know, I, I think I just treated that if they picked a character, I have to expect their, like, full potential almost. Because mm-hmm. even if Steve was doing, like, he wasn't NILing me, but he was doing, like, you know, every other fancy tech. So it's like you should start with, like, a ton of respect and then adjust it yeah. over time for how I they just, actually I just started, Yeah, I played with a ton, yeah, essentially. Like I, because I just the only person I only watched wads of was just kind of Tanark. He was and the I only could, one who really had wads. Yeah, exactly. It was a bit hard to find wads and like alternate results of what happened. Um, nice. Yeah. Alrighty then. But, um, and then what about but, the Koreans? What do they think of you guys? Like, because Tanark, I saw in on his Twitter, he was like, "Oh, it's good to like play Seven DD to know where we kind of are in the world standing as well." Like, it's some mm. point of reference for them. They, I feel like they had a lot of, um, importance on, like, rank and, like, where they are. Because mm. a lot of the times, Tanakh, Linzel, they would all, like, ask me, it's like, oh, where would you put me in Australia? And I'd be like, it's a hard question. It's, it's hard, right? Because I try to give them an answer, but it's like, it's just, I can't give them an answer. For, for what I said to them, it's like, you have to see how you stack up against the rest of the competition. Mm. Like, all right, Tanakh and Linz will both beat Seb, right? And Seb's a top... But I've beaten uh, Seb. Top, you know what I mean? He, no, but... You he, know? Okay, but he's, he's set, he, okay, but their sets look way more convincing. First yeah, of all, he, they he also did it at a major. Yeah, they played against Seb once or twice, and they beat him, and you, yeah, took, 20 times, you took 20 times, kind of. Uh, mm. I took, like, five. Oh, so they took him to game five both times as well. Uh, yeah. Um, but, like, it's hard, right? Because they could beat Seb, who's probably a top six player in the country. Yeah. I think by most people, right? But, like, how do they stack up versus, like, everyone else? How would they favor like Ernest? Or maybe, a Nick. Maybe Ernest, maybe Ernest beats these guys both. And, like, that probably means they're probably not OzPR. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But, obviously, like, these guys can probably easily... I mean, we saw that, right? Against Didi and Seb. Like, they probably can fight the OzPR players. Yeah. And, like, beat them. But, like, how do you... How well can you do consistently below them? It's like, like could, they, could thing, these right? guys beat P9? It's, like... Yeah. Sl- <laughs> listen, listen. Could, could like, Tanak beat We Toxic Few? I just... Oh, like, I, like, I who quick, knows? Like, like, like Tanak versus, like, Woodkins? Like, what's happening there? Yeah. Obviously, their potential is insane. And I think Linzel is, like... Just the way he plays, it's, like... This guy's, like, not... I don't feel like he's, this guy's prone to upsets. Like, I think this guy... I think this guy could be, like, really high He's just mad consistent. But Tanakh is, like, the the thing with him is, like, he's really good, obviously. He's, like, conversions and, like, just, like, execution and, like, reactions are just crapped, right? But he will actually make the mistake and go off stage when he shouldn't. 
for an edge guard. He would go for the shine swipe a lot. Hey, Connor. Hey, Connor. <laughs> yeah, and then he's just fucking <laughs> dead at 10, like, right? Like, mm. sounds familiar. But Based. they were also, they didn't really, they they said they were surprised. Like, for the people who play, I played against, they were like, oh, my God. They're like, the bike, what? They, like, because I was, like, the first yeah, warrior. no warrior, right? So that's yeah, no I was one of the first warriors they'd seen. There was another international warrior who I think it might have been someone from America, one of the really good warriors, like, low one or something, who actually stayed in Korea for around four months and just won, like, two of their monthlies and left. So it's, like, cool. that's really all their warrior experience they had. And then when they saw me, they, like, they've never seen something like it, which I think kind of confused them. But, like, when, like, the confusion got put aside, they would just, like, still, like, go back to their game plan and out neutral. Like, they they didn't really change what they were doing too often just because they were really good at what they were doing. Yeah, I, I think the adaptation is, like, was a little bit... Mm, I'm not sure poor, right? But it's, like, they've never played against a player like Bradley's, like, pace, right? Obviously, like, the way to beat this type of neutral is, like, you just have to, like, outspeed them in their thinking. And, like, yeah. that's what, like... Didi and Seb could, and then when really I'm well. at, when I'm when I'm like not in the lead anymore, that's when you go back to what you're doing. Yeah, because it's much harder for me to approach if I'm not ahead. Yeah, it felt like it was only like Ashton that could like keep the pace up. Always like he was like yeah. kind of forcing you guys to like think faster. I felt like yeah, Ashton was just bodying me. Yeah, <laughs> it's like I was just every time he switched to Mithra, I knew I was losing neutral, and every time he switched to Pirate Ledge, I knew I was dying. It, it was just like I actually didn't hadn't felt that hopeless in like so long. Hmm. Yeah. Damn. No one plays that character to that level here, especially. Like, not even close. No, yeah, I do. Like, I do like that they're... They definitely, yeah, they favour their top tiers. And it, it's kind of... It, it, it just does suit, right? The, like, the, the way they play neutral, the stage lists, like, the character selection, it, it all makes sense on, like, what they're trying to achieve there. Do you think it's similar like, to, like... They're trying, they're trying to achieve, games? like... That Korean uh, League, of, League of Legends. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it actually makes sense. Like it's like it's just exactly it's all comes how like, Korean League works, right? Yeah. And like the, they used to be the best, right? When they um, I mean they arguably are now. When, when, when they, I mean they still might be, but right. But obviously the past few years, China have been like the dominant. best region, the, the more dominant region, and that's because like they can outspeed the Koreans. Like they, the, the one thing is like they can be stubborn in their thinking, right? And I, I'm not sure. Like it's like that's the case in Smash, but like. I feel like they were a bit stubborn. I feel like they didn't feel the need to change what they were doing, mm. even when they were behind. Which is like that—that's that's a blessing and a curse at the same time. Yeah. Which is why it felt feels like they weren't adapting, but they probably that's were. True, actually, yeah. But they were that's adapting in a way that it didn't look like their gameplay was changing. They would never do like a like a full hop back air with Joker to call out a jump. They would just continue back airing your shield, and then like eventually it would work just because yeah. they were doing because, it because better. their spacing is better because right? they're like, doing it better yeah i actually i mean that is the one thing i says this like they have a the spacing was freaky from a lot of them yeah. like, so i i have a question because australia is also kind of a small scene as well right mm-hmm. but like korean <sighs> being even smaller it seems how do you think these guys have been able to attain like a pretty somewhat high level of skill despite being like so tiny right like they had uh, a lot of online events a lot of yeah. online so, i think they play a lot of online do, do you they think have like they've two or three online like a different way compared to kind of how we've done it within our own scene since we're both kind of small 
I, I don't really know, honestly. I feel like... Do you think we've done it? I feel like we've just got a lot of people who go to locals and they just keep, we just keep playing against each other a lot. But there it feels like instead of trying to play against people, they're trying to play against themselves. It's like, because there's so few monthlies, like they've only got one monthly a month, uh, a few online events. It's like they never really play player matchups. They just play their own play style and they just refine it a lot. Mm. So I feel like that's how they're improving. They're trying to make themselves the best they can, but we... But it's like here, it's like I could go up to Connor and be like, hey man, you're playing against Seb. I can give you some Seb tips. But they would probably be like, hey, I'm playing against Seb. He plays Rob, so I need Rob tips. Like, stuff like that. Yeah. It feels like um, it feels like here we have a high preference about the player versus player yeah, style we do. of the game, Compared right? And like them. that sort of aspect of the game. Whereas in a lot of like asian countries i feel it's about like perfecting a craft right yeah i think mm. you look at starcraft culture and you look at like oh. technicality and like what things about the game like getting good at the game they will perfect that's why like mm. very proficient like you look at korean top like fgc players they're very like studious in terms of their optimal execution combos you look at starcraft you look at the korean meta in league of legends it's very like they are very good at doing their character things but it's almost like you said the stubbornness right it's if there is a flaw to pinpoint it's that what if you find someone that is good at just beating you they're not necessarily following an orthodox style of the of the way to play but they know how to beat you right yeah, and then that's where you feel like huh like how do they deal with this and i think they have the luxury of being very like i think the thing that i from hearing you guys right was i think you guys would can be very anti-korean meta in the sense that like you can kind of just you guys will look at people see how they play and deal with it right or bradley yeah. you especially right but yeah. then it's like the thing that they have is discipline when mm. they play a game, a competitive game or anything, they probably have in their culture a very high level of patience and like discipline and mental composure, which allows them to like not necessarily like change from playing the game to playing the player, but allows them to be more in the in the in the moment. Right. Yeah. And obviously the, there's freakouts, right? Like like I, I like you see the freak out at the monthly and shit. Um, but then you look at Uprising and you look at like the composure of like these players like Ashen or like fucking um, Linzel and it's like, damn, like these guys don't like, it doesn't feel too freaky, you know? Um, there's definitely no like, you look at some of the high level gameplay here in like Victorian locals or whatever and you, you see like some freakouts, you see like Zavin Flow like doing like weird shit at like high stock scenarios or shit like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah you, you know what I mean, right? Or you'll see like the there's a Hail Mary somewhere, you know, and it's mm-hmm. here. It's kind of like we don't have that threshold of patience or like mental discipline. Yeah. So yeah, I think they, that goes like a, a, a very underrated long way. The the only person I feel doesn't really freak out in Oz Smash too much is Shrix. Like he always plays pretty. Keeps like cool. not, not samey, but like he, he doesn't need to change what he's doing because he knows <clears throat> he'll win if he does it. And That's does the better. process. Yeah. I feel like yeah. he's a... Uh, I agree with the sentiment of, like, the craft. I feel like there's a slight mentality difference between, like, we want to beat each other 
and like win the tournament over people rather than trying to be like what is optimal warrior you know what i mean yeah like it's like what do i need to do or change to be the person i'm sitting next to right now is more the, the mm. focus um which and I there think... is there's a fine balance to it yeah um, obviously i don't think either one is inherently better or worse right but i think when you also have to consider the fact that you guys are in you don't have home court advantage right so it, it is a very relevant factor so i don't i feel like it's i don't like when people come back and they're like oh like they're just inherently like better or worse or like this this or that there's a lot of factors at play the most important thing is actually bringing back your experiences and like thinking objectively what are they doing and like yeah. their personal traits in decision making and dissecting that sort of shit uh, okay I, I was one of those people was like Oh, I just think they play better, right? Obviously, when I came back, because like I'm, I'm, I'm inherently a fan of the the, the, Mik- the Mikaleos, right? Dude, the, yeah. The Anthony was like, are. Connor, you should never miss a jab back here in your life. Uh, I mean, it's true. First you shouldn't. That's that doesn't that doesn't. Like, you could be the best player. The, ex- the execution is like just something everyone could work on, right? Like they just mm. they were just so pinpoint with like every time they they got something they like executed it, just literally that fail. But like even in terms of just like some of their like you know the play style. Right, like the like you know the low risk, you know take take no chances, yeah. play style. Right, like it's like if you don't have like practice with that in like where you're from, right? It's like it's really hard. It's really hard to deal with like how to like basically open up a player like that who basically is giving you no chances. Because even in Oz, if, no I play against Bradley, right? I play against Bradley. I, I, I still don't win. But there's still plenty of there's plenty of chances Bradley does give me to win the match if I'm just yeah. a, bit, a, a bit better at the game. I feel like I should have lost to you at some point already. Yeah, but so yeah, exactly, there's some probably some points where if I probably just had a like I didn't, I didn't freak out, I probably have got a set win on Bradley by now. Right, uh, right. But like against like players like their, their top players like Ashen or Linzel, like it's like these guys are just like they're kind of trying to no cracks. No, there's, there's no there's no cracks. So basically, like. I feel like to beat these type of players, I need to like be fundamentally better than them. Like I yeah. need to like, like more like my fundies right? somewhere else. Yeah. So that th- that that it comes back to the point of like they're like trying to be better at the game rather than just trying to trying to beat the player. And and that was right. what I that was like my whole game plan against Linzel was is I thought I would actually get out neutered by him. So the mm. entire time I was playing against him, I tried to just bait him into like making mistakes which is like uncharacteristic of him to even do to begin with but like i tried to like it sounds really like bad but i thought like he was low-key gonna beat me if i didn't try and inexperience him so i tried to just use warrior traits he wouldn't understand to win and i feel like if i played linzel a lot more times i think he'd start to like just beat me a lot he gives me like bin vibes on how he adapts Um, like, he's kind of like bitten if you if yeah. didn't have if you didn't do any, the, the, the crazy bin stuff if you just think that the traditional like bin neutral like how i like mm. to play let's kind of linzel and if and if bin played a better character like yeah it was like yeah. a lot of the times i would like land right next to him like i would do a fastball air dodge right behind him or something and because warrior's air speed he would try and up be out of shield but because i'm too much air speed i'm just barely far enough away so i kept doing stuff like that just hoping it would catch him off and it it worked but but there were some times where I just couldn't hit him for like a minute straight, and it was just like, yeah, this is. He's just playing. Yeah, movement is like. So, yeah. yeah, his movement's just too yeah. solid. It's like hard to hit him. Cool. And my movement's not good enough. Do we, uh. Yet. 
Do we want to talk about the bracket itself? There is a fucking elephant in the room that we haven't even talked about. You know, Japanese players. The fucking the the Japanese players. Yeah, yeah, they're all right. We, we they're should right. we should talk about the first because they came in on the the day before uprising, the first day on yeah. Friday, right? Like we were caught, went to the Kauai again the day before just to mm-hmm. practice, obviously. Yep. And they were and there. Then they, yep, and then like they just came at like seven p.m. like and, like straight yeah. from the airport straight That's to awesome. Kauai because I think Tanakh drove them. Go. All right, let's yeah, let's talk not- about them as people first. Yep. Just give us give us a bit of an insight. Because they seem the like goats. very lovely, lovely people. Oh, they're my goats. <laughs> I think Dak actually the saved his life. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He saved your life. Yeah, yeah no, he Anthony, saved your life. Anthony, like, can't a photo, communicate a photo at all. Of, but it's just like, I got you, bro. Actually, actually, here, the Tadak also speaks Japanese as well. So he was, also, he was doing, speaking three languages, like yeah. translating actually like the, the and just switching on the fly. It was so crazy. Yeah. But like the Japanese players could speak you know, they could kind of speak English. Yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty basic. Pretty good English. You know, I, I, to, I, I, talk, I could, I could, I could talk to him. Yeah, I mean, they've like Gax had a lot of American experience. Yeah, you know? yeah, he's yeah. been to America. Like, a lot. That's why that amounts to something. Yeah, um, I'm not sh- so sure about Kept. Kept's English was, yeah, okay. I tried to tell him Kept. Like, I showed Kept. I think that... Kept had better English than Gax. Okay, probably. Cool. I, I showed Kept that um this tweet of of Pierce like. Uh, getting JB3, he's like, oh, rem- I remember, like, yeah. I remember. I remember, I remember I was funny. talking to Kev and I was like, oh, Australia only has one notable village. He's like, P9? P9! Yeah. Oh, oh my god. Dude, Kev knows who P9 is. Of course, oh dude, Kev, dude, dude, I remember one time P9 was like, he... He saw Kept on stream and he gave like um he gave Kept some like notes because they're in like a top Vili Discord or whatever, right? And then like Kept just says like thank you. <laughs> they're like they're, they're they're on talking basis, you know what I mean? That's insane because in the top warrior Discord, Gluto, Tweak, and like three other warriors aren't even in it. Like the, of the actual, not. Because, like yeah. the literal best warriors, like the top five in the world, aren't there. <laughs> of course not, right? But Kept's like, you know. Like kept a bit a bit more humble and he's also yeah, a but bit like even unlike... like Hudo's not there. Who? Hudo. Yeah. Like none of the Japanese warriors are there. Hudo's uh, Hudo players are dying breed, so they yeah, need they're, all they're, yeah, yeah, there's a camaraderie need... there, you know what I mean? <laughs> there's not like an influx of fucking warriors that happened in twenty nineteen that no one just seemingly remembers, you know, how everyone and their fucking mother had like a secondary warrior, you know? Mm. So now Kept seems like really, really cool. Um also, yeah, like Gact too, just very grounded people. I think um, they're, they're yeah. very good to talk. With and any funny in stories? General. Any funny stories? Yummy! Yummy! <laughs> Obviously, like, did you guys have any like sneaky DNMs in when you guys were like eating and stuff? Like, oh, what's the secret? Like, how are you guys so good? The secret. I, I asked for tips, and they were just like, oh, jump off ledge more, but at different timings. That was literally the one advice they kept giving us was just yep. jump off ledge, ledge but at different timing mix-ups. Because you said, like, right, um, we have, like, PTSD from near Tono, like, just ledge dropping us to death, right? Pichu near. So, I think what Bradley, you said, right, it's like, you wanted to keep going high, right? Yeah, because... yeah, against Kept, I kept trying to go high over him because I'm like, I'm fine taking a hit as long as I don't go off stage and get hit more. But he was just like, no, 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 you have to be confident in yourself at the ledge to get off. Otherwise, you're never going to get off. Dude, yeah. I watched both sets of Seb and you and I was like 
this is unreal. Like, you actually are winning, like, 80% of the time. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I you, you fucking freak out. Like, you make, like, it's almost like me versus P9 in 2020, where I'm, like, winning, and then I just, like, die. Yeah, randomly. bowling ball because is, like, I just, 40. Like, <laughs> Dude, I, I feel one that so hard, actually. Dash attack, and I die, right? Damn. And then, yeah. and you're, you're, like, and the thing that he kept doing, you could watch a fucking, um, what's his face? Like, the a Ranai set. They, it's the jump off ledge down air. He yeah, no, going. no, I, Dude, I eventually started. Crazy. Yeah, it, it, it was like fucked up because it's really hard to punish the down air on shield because the different turnips, no, no, well. the different turnips uh, put you in different shield stun. Yeah, you so have to and you can't react to the turnip. Yeah, because if I if I press the button too early, like if he gets a triple turnip and I try and jump out of shield straight away, it won't buffer. But if he gets a single turnip, I can jump straight away. But <laughs> You know, so it's like, but if I jump later and he gets a single turnip, then I still can't hit him. So it's like, it was really hard because I couldn't deal with the turnips putting in my shield in different stuff. You times. have to not interact with it. Like, you let them mm. jump turnip and whiff punish it by, like, dashing further that's, back. And, that's what I eventually ended up doing. But it's hard in the moment, right? Yeah. And I did. I was just taken aback by how... I, wish I, I, was, taken a, by, I was taken aback by a lot of things by kept, actually. So first off, you were just doing really well, right? But uh, was, it yeah. kept actually was so patient, like typical Japanese like cult like style, right? Like kept just like there are no moments where they actually reach. You know, you know how like in there's a saying in basketball is like you reach, I teach. You know, yeah. Like, don't don't go for the cookie jar, brother. Or you're you're getting swatted, right? Not a single fucking not a single fucking reach of not a single fucking scrabble where there's a desperation spot dodge down smash up smash bowling ball spot dodge down smash fucking <laughs> like, wait uh, wait who would we'll do that come on it's true the actual the nice i was waiting vortex. for it i was waiting for a down smash spot dodge dude and there were moments where you actually get up from ledge right after he gets up and then you're both shielding but kept actually has is behind you and he just holds like he holds the fucking line, and, and I'm and like, I kept holding, and I was like, I'm like scared. I'm like, dude, he, he's gonna grab me, but when is he gonna grab me? I don't yeah, want to roll like, away. Uh, what do I do? <laughs> he doesn't do anything, right? And that's like, that's a kind of cultural difference, you know? It's not like it's inherently better or worse or anything. It's just it's different. And it, what I think, right? Like that kept had as well is like that composure. Like he's been at that, he's been there, being like last hit on on the stage way more than you have, Bradley, right? Um, and you're actually just like winning. You're actually I was. there's yeah, a there's a fucking universe where you're beating him, you know. But mm. you freak out at like the last hit scenarios, or you go for like an unnecessary risk, or like a bit lazy on your recovery, where you get too framed by dash attack when you know that you could just avoid that, right? And you die for it. And I'm like, holy fuck! Like, how is it? How how did he lose that? And I I, I got like. I'm yeah. not gonna lie, during the end of that set, I was just like so emotionally destroyed that I was just choking and freaking out in every last hit. That yeah, I saw that up B, and I was like... No, 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 I did the up B because he did a slingshot, and I'm like, if I air dodge this, I get hit by the second slingshot. So I up B'd, and I beat out his slingshot with the start of the move. And yeah. I'm like, I hope my drift gets me over all this, and I just couldn't get over it all. So I was like, yeah. fuck. Like, if you watch it back, I do beat one of his slingshots with the upbeat. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I what noticed. I should have done is I should have been confident in myself, and I should have just used Waft to recover. 
Yeah, because I, 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 I'm well. realizing I'm like using half of that ninety. It's like it's better for me to be on stage at like thirty percent than for me to have half of to be on but stage. Did you, you need the? Did, yeah. did you think you need the waft to like beat him though? Um, yeah. I think I needed a waft, but I was generally getting a waft. But yeah. you also need to live as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the thing. I, I that- should have just conceded. I should have just conceded. Like, yeah, I'm I'm losing waft, but I'm coming back to stage. One of the hardest decisions. But actually, like, the I think he should have just let him grab my bike if it meant getting back on stage one more time. Like, if I'm at like sixty, and like. The only way I can recover is using bike, but he's going to pocket it. I should just let him pocket it and get back on stage. Yeah. Like, low-key. Like, that sounds, like, really silly, but it's, like, if, if I'm just going to die every time off stage, I've got to just give it up and do that. You know what the thing that I found was, like, really interesting about your set, though, right? And I was talking to, like, it just reminisces a lot of Riziasu. Like, a lot watching Kept and how patient he was, right? I've never Nick, watched Riziasu play. It's, it's really jarring you know for a fact that he's, like, incredible as a player, right? Mm. Um, but I was watching it, and I, it was just reminding me of what Nick was saying about Riziossi, how it's just, like, he's really good. He just makes the correct decisions a lot and, like, yeah. very, very fast, right? And the correct decisions aren't actually getting hits. It's not something very obvious to you. It's not like you look at someone, you're like, they're good because they're getting combos or hits. It's, like, it's correct plays that get out of unfavorable situations and that creates favorable situations, right? And mm. I was watching you versus Kept and you are like really overwhelming him in certain aspects, right? But yeah, I felt nothing, offensively great. Yeah, offensively great. But he is not actually like, aside from some moments, right? When, the, he's when not they jumping. count, he's not fucking dying. Yeah. Like he, he yeah, knows, he like especially Lost Dog, like it's just very like, I'm willing to like, play in certain spots that don't get me killed here you know and i play like i like have trust that i can find the win eventually you know it's like it's this like lack of urgency i think right mm-hmm. there's no like fear where it's like i have to get this i have to get this i have to get this and, that, and that's that caused like seb's downfall he was going to be gapped in a game until he started not trusting himself yeah and just started throwing 20 rob back here it's like dude you just Wait, you no 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 when when we were at the uh, Mackenzie house with Ernest and <laughs> Everyone, uh, Ghost like, and Johnny, they Johnny, were like, um, yeah. Ghost like made the observation. He's like, Seb has two modes, and when he like starts losing, he goes into like Rob Nair Step corner mode. mode, and he like only throws out Jarrow in there for like ten seconds straight, and it's like that is just Seb like not trusting himself for a bit. Yeah, that that that's like old Seb as well. He used to. When he freaks he out, like, he's just like, what are Rob's he, good tools? He'd right? be like 110%. So the old me. <laughs> he'd be like 110% on two stocks. And, you know, he would take your first stock. You're at 0% two stocks. And he's at 110% two stocks. And it's like, I'm going to stand in the center of the stage. I'm going to hold the shield button. And this dude is going to gyro narrow my shield four times. Yeah. <laughs> and I've just got to keep punishing it every time it happens until yeah. he drops the the gyro and then he's screwed. there's a fear you know and but that's like, a th- there was a, a f- while where seb stopped doing that and he actually started to like proper adapt off platform and i'm just like oh my god i'm getting shit on that yeah that's the thing that i also found out as as well i felt like when i was watching gak versus seb it was like it's like someone's playing the game like someone's seeing what's actually happening and the other one is like doing everything 
out of fear. Like Seb's like he like his nares and disadvantage that gets him killed from PK rockets, and it's just like y- you can't like. There's no way you get hit by that, you know. Like that doesn't happen um, when you watch like the really really top level players play, yeah. right? But then that probably happens because Seb's like this is like. He's obviously had experience versus like t- lots of top level players, right? But like, I'd imagine going to like a foreign country, like there's like a plethora of things that's going on, and like Gact is like obviously a really good player as well. There's a lot of expectations, and and Gact's just like hitting him, like he's. It's just so strange. I don't. I I I really don't know how to explain it. It's like there. It, it's like an experience diff, you know. Mm. But it doesn't feel like. And this is the thing that's really great about all these, like, all of you guys going internationally. It's like, I always feel like there's no embarrassment, right? It's like, you guys actually can compete. Like, you guys are doing it. Um, but there's just like a diff. There's like a we're diff. Just not, we're just not ready to get the win. That's slight, that slight diff. But that, that it's not insurmountable, you know? It's not like it's, oh, it's like, it's like the whole set. We're proving that we can do it. And then we just, for a second, we show our like weaknesses, and we're just like, yeah, we, we can't do it yet. We just yeah, gotta do this. Have, we gotta do this until that, we can like, do it. Fortitude, like that, that confidence, and like mm. that, that like, yeah. I feel like even in Australia, that's applicable as well. There's a lot of, oh, sure. there's a lot of players who like go close, like like, for as an example, Anthony. Sorry to bring you up, but like, there's a lot of times where Anthony and I have sets where we're both. Honestly, like it could go either way, but then I just don't crack whilst he cracks more than me. Yeah, because there's like, it's like you've been same, there. And plenty same of with times. us as well, Loki, honest. Yeah, it, it's true, right? You've been there plenty of times and you've versed a lot more of the like top level, gone further in bracket. So you're more comfortable in on the, on that field, right? And then for Anthony and I, we're like trying to get the upset because we know yeah. like, we want it badly, right? And then. It, it's that difference in composure and confidence. Getting that, the like, upset's a lot harder than avoiding getting upset. Yeah, like for sure, right? Especially like for 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 people of like your caliber, right? But it never feels like Anthony and I are like out of the question of beating you, you know? Mm. And I feel like that's kind of like a similar esque comparison between like you and like like kept and gapped and stuff. Yeah, I mean, it's just like. Damn. I feel like if, if we I feel can, like we if can just I, talk, we can just wear our, like our friendlies, yeah, of course the friendlies versus them. But like we yeah. like well, the friendlies. I, is different. I, feel, I feel like if I had yeah. another set versus kept, it would be a lot closer. But like yeah, we're playing. Like, they don't they don't feel unbeatable, right? Like yeah, nah. But oh my I think, god, I think I think not. I think being scared, I'm like, oh, are they beatable? And then when I'm playing the set, suddenly I'm like, oh my god, they're beatable. Having that thought just like exactly, scared me. exactly, exactly. Yeah, that's why the game's all up here. Because I, yeah. I haven't thought to myself, like, oh, my God, they're beatable in so long. Because I know everyone in Australia is beatable because I've done it before. But for international players, I've never really done it like that. So it's like, I don't know if they're beatable yet. Who was I talking to? I think it was, like, while we were playing friendlies and talking about, like, oh, it was close and friendlies, but tournament is completely different. Because it's, yeah, like, it, their, it, in one of the- their use of, like, experimentation during friendlies is probably a lot more, like... Yeah, Josh probably would have said this. It's, like, a lot more, like, intentional of them trying to, like, limit test. And then tournament is just, like, all right, well, now we're not going to limit test anymore. And now we're actually just going to play to win. Like, you try to edge guard the, the character that's really scary off stage in friendlies because you're, like, I need to figure out things. But then in a tournament bracket, you're not going to go there because you're, like, 
the risk is there's so many variables at play. I'm going to make yeah. a smarter game decision and opt for a different place to. I'll just say that Gat's recoveries. I only got to play two games with Gat. It's like, like his recoveries are like. I, there's a reason. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I was, I was actually, I was doing pretty good against. Okay, I was doing like, pretty good against recoveries myself. I was like, I was like, damn, this is not as bad as I thought it would be. And then like, and then I would lose anyway. <laughs> yeah, but like, it's like he would, you know. I mean, I just don't even know why any of the Oznesses don't do the like, the like. The super you know, low the, one. You know, they, they circle. They do the, the standard circle to get back to stage, and then just gonna get two frames by Palu. But like, he would like. Delay, you know, he would draw like a fucking different shape first. So I, I would like. Do the Fibonacci sequence before he comes yeah. back. To <laughs> yeah. The there golden even, ratio. The, it, 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 it's like there's nothing more. Uh, with those two players, like I played, I played kept a lot, but with my, even my experience of my very small experience with Gapped, it's like nothing, there's nothing lazy happening in his gameplay, right? Like if he saw there's an opportunity to go a bit further off stage and kill me. With a four day, like a nest four day or back air stage, he, he's got to do it instead of just doing the the fucking down smash, you know, edge guard, which is so like, which I, I you know I have a chance not to get hit by, and I can reversal him off it, mm. for um, example, and I, then I, just I, like really, um, I don't know, just like he, just he really knows, just really knows disadvantage as well, like, way so. more points, like he sees yeah. way more green lights, yeah, than exactly, the other guys, he sees that you're at this distance before you've teleported, and you're like, yeah. I can hit that. Go out there. But then a lot of people won't even know that that's a green light. They'll be like, oh, that's yeah. just uncontestable, you know? Uncontestable. Yeah. Charge a down yeah. smash that might not hit anyway. Like, yeah, easy. Uh, I, um, I didn't get to play any friendlies with Kept, sadly, because Seb and Anthony were hugging him. But I did get to play friendlies with Gact. Um, and in my first game versus Gact, I JV3'd him. Like, and I was just like, whoa, what? Is is this what it's gonna be like in tournament? It's obviously not. <laughs> but then, but then the next friendly, I also won last hit, and I was like, oh my god, wait, I'm, I'm doing fine. And then the next two were both like ninety percent last hit as well, and I was just like, this is like, I always feel like I think this when I play against international people, but I always expect more yeah. from like the absolute top ones. But it's all the high level ones that freak me out. Like, that, that's, it's true. Until you probably play yeah. like versus like a Mars or a Light or like, like okay, Leo. Like actually, they're probably not going to shit on you as hard as you think. Unless yeah, like if, if I were to play against, player. if I were to play against Light, I feel like I could get really close to taking games. But if I were to play against someone like just a little bit lower, like if I were to play against Sky J, I think I'd just get molly whooped. Like actually, just but you know, like, there's a difference. Though, yeah, no, but like, the, the, you know but like you're, you're way more comfortable versus one character than another. But like, it, even like, then like I could play against like MK Lara's Byleth, and then I could play against like who's the next best Byleth? Lie. I'm trying. I'm trying to think of a good example. I've got a pretty bad. Who's oh, it's lie? a different character. Uh, oh, a different character. I you play against MK Lara's Corrin, and you play against Shadix Corrin. I reckon. That, oh, like, yeah, like, MK yeah. Lair's Corrin, I feel like I could go fine with, but then if I played against Shadix Corrin, I feel like I would just... I'd get finished. Uh, yeah, I don't know be, if it's because they're be, not trying as hard, be but it's like... Manham? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> it's always, that's always the test in my head. It's like, uh, uh, would this guy beat Proto Manham? Can he beat Leon? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's even, like, in, like, you know, Oz Smash, it's like, I feel like, yeah, I could play against Shrix, it would be close, but I think I could win. And then, you know, I could play against someone like Spamage, and I would probably, like, fried rice, and I would just freak out. I'd be like, what the hell? But hey, Nick McKenzie would be pretty good. 
Carter Bannon. What you're doing, right, is you're tr- you're attributing player rank into an equation that player rank. No, is- no, no. Uh, they're they're all like high level players. That's the thing. No, though. They're all there's like a difference between Shrix and Spamage, right? Is there? But yes, there is. Yeah, Shrix yeah. is like like top three, you know, and Spamage is like top ten. Spamage is top ten, you know. Might but that's only that's only like five people different though. But you know for a fact that that that's a difference, right? But yeah, yeah, but that's like saying Jono compared to Shrix. It's like, well, yeah, no, that's like saying Shrix compared to me. You know, you know, and that's a big difference, right? But what I'm the point I'm trying to make, right, is I think you you are subconsciously looking at like like an arbitrary placing of like a tier list or like placing or ranking right and you see like these top players i'm like so scared of but i'll be doing a lot better against but then like maybe like players slightly lower than i'd feel way more scared about but in reality it's like it's just you look at like this guy and you look at all the variables at play the characters their play styles like how well you have experience against and matching up against and like that's just really it yeah, you know, it's, how, it's not a linear thing where it's like, oh, the number one player in the world would smash me the hardest, then the number two player would smash me the second yeah, hardest. And I, it's, not, it's, not, it's not a linear progression, right? It's It definitely is a play style thing. Play style, think, character, like, etc. I think the thing that um, you're also talking about, Bradley, which I actually, I feel like I can sympathize. Tell me if I'm off the off the mark about this, by the way. But I feel like it's, there's kind of like, not a... Not an idolization or like a glorification, but it's like you can like you see that like these guys are like the top top and are really good, and you're like, damn, like there's no way I I can like even contest, no, right? I'm not I, I'm not I, asking I to like I don't know, idolize. No, that's I, I didn't Is say like oh. no 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 like the skill is like you're looking at like how good these players are, and you're like, damn, like there's no way I can like even like make like even have like a chance right but then you play them in friendlies and you realize like oh wait like i'm actually doing okay like it doesn't have to be taking games but it's like you can feel when you have control in a game right and you're like wait you have control but then it's like this is just weird like and then you're like oh maybe i can do it right but then at the end of the day it's like yeah because you like you actually are like good enough to contest you know yeah but it's like i don't think I idolize players or like like think I'm going to do bad. I think no matter who I play against in the world, I think I have a chance to win just because I think I'm good enough. But okay, okay. but it's like when it's like my first time playing against an international player in like three years, it's like obviously I'm going to be a bit spooked, but it's like 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 I, I do it a lot with Glutiny where I watch Glutiny play and I'm just like, I think there's a day... Well, I play better than Glutiny. And it's like, I think I can just... And that's like... But how many times do you need to run that simulation for that to occur? Yeah, that, but the problem is also, it's like, I don't... Like we like what happened at Uprising, I don't get on the stage often enough to prove that I can do it. And it's like, I obviously would freak out where Guido would say they're rock solid. And it's like... I, I, I often look at like just him as an example, and I'm like, I think some aspects of my gameplay are actually better than his. But it's like, I don't think... I would be able to keep it together on the stage, but it's like, if I had enough time, could I like, like? And you probably could. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I could. I but think. But then I'm I'm curious, like, why do you feel spooked when you were playing Gact before you actually played in in friendlies? 
uh, like too much like, on the line. What do you mean by like? I I think I was just scared because I had expectations. Well, and what were those expectations? Well, I was third seed, so I wanted to get third. But so when suddenly I was like, I was like, wait, Australia's probably all gonna be rooting for me and Seb primarily. Obviously, Anthony as well, but primarily me and Seb. So I'm gonna have like the entire Australian scene watching me in the Twitch chat, but it's like, wait, this is Gacton friendlies. Oh, in friendlies? No, I was fine in friendlies. I was just like surprised I stomped him as hard as I did. I thought it would be closer, but I was yeah, like, and oh. that's what I mean. Like, why? Why were you surprised? You know, that that's actually that's what I'm trying to pinpoint. Because he just like, I don't know. I like, I just beat him. Wait, it's like when, I, you, when you when you play it's against like, him. It's like I don't, I, don't, I I'm not thinking like. I, I wasn't treating that friendly like it's a bracket match because it's not. It's like, I, I, I don't remember the, how he played at all. Like, really? I just remember yeah. I got him to last stock and I zeroed a death team in like four seconds with a wolf combo. It's like, I just remember I did that. I'm like, oh, sick. It, it is weird. I'll give my, my, because like my expectation, it, it's like, I don't, I don't think I'll expect this anymore, but it's like, obviously, Kept and Gaps are the best, they're the best, uh, the best players of their characters probably in the world, right? I don't think many people would disagree. Nah, P9, the good. Okay. And, so, I mean, and, 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 and then same as probably like near Tono when he came, right? Like, it's like, hmm. you, you expect, I don't know, it's like, when you, you hear like, oh, this player is the best player of this character in the world. It's like, this guy oh, is top 15 in Japan and he plays, the best gonna, of this character in the world. They're probably going to kill me in uh, one hit, right? But it's not, that's not really what makes them successful. It's like, they like, them killing you in one hit it's like a multitude of factors like it's like how they utilize their whole kit in like every aspect of the game in terms of like neutral ledge trapping edge guarding edge guarding is the big thing their edge guarding is way fucking better than any like player i've ever played against both of them um mm. uh you know and their ledge trap yeah flow charts are just so like just so solid right it is it is like I mean, that, that is the main thing. I mean, we, we learned this from Nier Tono when he came, right? Again, it's just like... Just hold shit the legend, you can't beat it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, or it's just like any option you try and take. Like, when I was playing gets kept a lot, it's like a common option, I, you know, obviously I want to do is tele just just jump down, teleport, right? But that, that was prepared to be covered 100% of the time, even on a slower character like Villager, right? So like I found it really hard to mix up like even going center stage or just neutral get up ink. He just he just he's just he's covered it, right? He's mm. he's thought about every option I can do. He's already got like a pre-planned answer and like how to cover basically everything. Mm. It was it was like yeah. just really strange to play against because it's like it's not like you're seeing anything new. It's just they're doing it really good. Yeah, exactly. The, the only thing that really caught me off guard was the fucking Isabel, which is something I've never seen before. Yeah, like, I, I, I've I, never played against Isabel in my. Character's I don't broken. think I've ever played an Isabel in bracket before, other than when I went to Evo, and it's like because I had to play a random Isabel in like round three, and I almost lost, and I was freaking out. But like, mm. even then, that Isabel, like, I thought, I thought, I don't know, I, I just kind of yeah, kept it close. I just, I, I kind of just kept it close, and I was like, okay. But me and Seven Friendlies were actually bodied, like it's actually just, the jab is up tilted. so I don't get broken. It. The up tilt is so broken, and the jab it's is not... actually like the best jab in the game, like. <laughs> He wasn't, wow. And he wasn't even using a side B. When I think of Isabel, I'm like, oh, the reason you pick it... I asked him. I tried to ask him. He had to translate it. And, like, he really understands. He got his phone out to Google Translate. I was like, why would you pick Villager over Isabel? It, it, it wasn't... It's not really a matchup thing. He just said, like... It's more like player tendency thing, I think. And, like, how, like, they... Some of Isabel's tools are more favoured into, like, certain... Like, what the opponent wants to do instead. That's yeah, true. Like, so, like, so, like, the, like that, particularly with the Lloyd, right? So obviously, like sometimes, 
what I'm thinking is like maybe it's like easier to, to control, have ground control on Isabel because of of like the down B. So maybe if you're quite able to be able to box with someone, yeah, and just, you know, yeah. And then obviously, like, yeah, just like the fucking the fucking Isabel jab is just oh, it's yeah. so annoying. It's like, I, I, I'm at eighty again. And then you get, you cup the water bucket. Yeah. Um, it, it was it was pretty rough for all of us at Uprising. We all lost, and we were all pretty. We we all we all were on some insane copium after us. So I I heard yeah. I heard I heard I heard you might well, need a therapy session, bro. Yeah, dude. I'm not gonna lie though. Being at a hotel, oh my god, actually. Awesome. First of all, the venue was really the venue was really nice. I thought. I yeah. Thought, like, yeah. Very well set up. Like kind of nice spectating area. The only thing is the commentators were very, like oh. they, they had like they were amplified. They had no headphones. They had yeah. no headphones. The commentary so, was everyone could hear. And hearing, I'm not gonna lie, it really like felt bad whenever Ashen would just win like a neutral exchange with like a Mithra Nair or a random Mithra dash attack, and I'm like, yeah, no shit, they won neutral. Look at those moves. <laughs> and then the whole Korean crowd would pop off, and I'm just nah, like, oh, but we these, do the same. These fucking these sheep. Oh my god, we did the same with Jono when he landed on the arrow, dude. Dude, yeah, actually, when <laughs> Jono did anything to Nia Turner, I was freaking out. No, when Jono landed on arrow on MK Leo at Smash World Tour, we're like, we're fucking. Yeah, but we weren't in the crowd. Yeah. And also, like, even in, like, Phantom, Nia Turner had headphones, at least. We, like, and, like, the commentators were just cheering whenever Ashen got a hit on me. I was just so tilted. I could not, like, like, just so much noise not cheering for me. It felt so overwhelming. I didn't know what to do. Because usually cheers for you back at home, even, right? So. Yeah, well, well yeah, most of the time, yeah. Yeah, well, you know what Jason's going to say, right? Like, it's part, it's of, part it. of it. Yeah. yeah, I mean it. It is, but it feels so like it feels demoralizing shit, to yeah? not. Yeah, it feels so awful, actually. Yeah, dude, it sucks. Sucks. But that's just part of it, mm. and I realized that as well. I, I just I wish I had headphones. If I like, cause they don't change anything. They do. They don't. No, no, no. They they do because I had because hey, Seb if you're had headphones. Zero one, it does. No, no, because Seb Seb had headphones that I could borrow when I was against Gact, and I felt like. I was able to, like, because they were really good noise-canceling ones, and I could not actually hear anything in the crowd. I could only hear the game in it. I felt pretty good. And then Seb, after he lost to Linzel, went back to the hotel room taking his headphones with him. So when I went from playing against Gact, uh, not Gact, sorry, Kept, yeah, yeah. and being in my own zone, and then I went to playing Ashen, it was just like, I suddenly was just, like, so different. I was like, whoa, 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 what's... Like, I couldn't even hear myself getting nares, like through the speaker of the TV, I was just freaking out. And I think I think the noise actually does matter a lot. When playing. I, I think I only want headphones when I'm playing on a stage now. Yeah, the thing is, right, you can't, like, these are things out of your control. Headphones, like, the reason why I have headphones is because I was, like, on your copium for a while. I was like, I want to, like, be able to. But, it, but is it copium if it, like, genuinely just makes me feel better playing with headphones? Yeah, it is because one day you're going to verse, you're going to be in an environment where your noise-canceling headphones can't save you. And you're going to lose and you're going to be like, if only I installed a better program on my noise-canceling headphones or whatever, whatever, right? But you know for a fact this. you need to, like, you know if, for if a I, fact. If I've got a crowd that's loud enough to beat my headphones, I'm on the Evo main stage and I'm happy enough as it is. No, you won't be, right? Only <laughs> around the world started playing on my, you know, you my headphones instead. Like, there's, you, you know for a fact that B 
being like a, being like a competitor is not just about playing at your peak and like identifying yourself as like your a level that you're com- that, that you're comfortable confident in. It's about mm. being able to make sure that your worst level of play is also a level of play that you can play with and that you're good enough at that can yeah. beat with, right? But it's like, like but it's also like if I if I'm playing a set, I don't want a bad controller. I want a good controller. Yeah, that's... I mean, I've heard I've heard enough of it from Seb. Honestly, Seb was actually starting to make me go fucking crazy after this. Yeah, trip. he's like Procon, Procon, the whole trip. Yeah, just well, like, you, yeah. it's just the same thing. Like you, you know, like Josh will just say the same thing, right? And it's like, you, how many times are you going to say to yourself all these external variables that might seem reasonable and are probably are, but then you realize that the thing that you can control the most is the thing in game you know it's like yeah your teammates in league but that's 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 why it feels your teammates good, in league objectively are shit no right? no but that's but that's why it feels better like when i'm playing a game it feels good because if i'm making a mistake i know i'm making a mistake that's all my fault but when i can't control something that's when it annoys me like i yeah. can't control the crowd so i want that's something so i want to play without the crowd from now on so it's like it's it's easier then if I have noise cancelling headphones, I'm actually playing more in game than I am out of game, and it feels better because there's less variables than if I have headphones. Yeah, that's exactly. That's what. That's why, why I just I want have, them now. That's why I have it too. But I'm also saying that like you need to also accept the fact that one like there might be a surprise further down the road where like that's you're still the problem actually is not it's not gone, you know. You might have put a band-aid over it, but you're going to have to be prepared for one day when the bad day gets ripped over because it's like the volume's too loud, right? And that's how that's what I experienced. Well, when I, I I'm just gonna but, tell the TOs I want headphones, and if they don't give them to me, I'm just gonna call their event shit. That's like that's just a bad tournament if that's the case. Like well, I'm being honest. Well, that's like like I mean a local, you know, I'll give it up. But like if you've got a monthly or a major and you don't have headphones, it's like what's like that's just a shit event, honestly. That's like go next. Dude, that's like go to a major. You go to shine, and there's no water. Like that's a pretty big problem. And that's what I mean. Like if you actually want to be that much better, if you want to be like really good, right? It's like you can't pick and choose your days. You know, like no, Uh, yeah. It's you know, like you should be smart enough to realize that this is like this is the reality you have to face, right? Like you have to be good. You have to be so good that like when you recognize that there are things outside that are taking you out of the game you have to lock yourself back in the game you know and like that's something that i like realized really hard at phantom where i had i have noise cancelling headphones right and like i was playing on stage and i was just hearing like the crowd and it was just like and not even just the crowd but acknowledging the fact there's so many different stimulus going on right and it was just like making me so nervous right and like i could have joined i could have been like yeah 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 blah 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 blah." like but and like i know that like Sumi at that moment was playing like way better than I was, right? But and she was fucking nervous too, obviously. But and like it's so easy for me to just be like, I played so shit. Like I know I could, like like I would beat her, blah 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 blah. But it's like there is a problem here, and it's internal within yourself, and you need to solve that. And when I played Kai Kamara, I don't think I can, I don't think Kai Kamara is beyond me. I know that I can, I'm capable of beating him, right? If I play well and shit like that. But like. When I was playing on, like, with the entire ACT crowd behind me, literally, like, laughing every time I got hit by an up B, right? Like, think about how demoralizing that is. And it sucked, right? Like, 
you nothing like I could just wallow in my own self-pity and be like man like life's against me and shit like that or like this event sucks or like these people are like so bm or whatever right but like that's all that is just taking away from like the game and like you if you actually think about all that shit as well then it just goes to show like this is such a weak aspect of you as a player right and you have to like face that you can't copium out like like a bit like what jono does really like where he's just like i play bad and i hence why i lost because of this this or that or like i ate like a falsy banana you know like <laughs> you know surely, I mean? he does, surely he doesn't say that no but you, you know what you know what i mean right <laughs> i'm obviously hyperbolizing but you know what i mean and this is probably the diff like do you see gacked or kept like fucking like going on twitter and being like i lost because like this this and this and that and, and shit like that you know like i mean, I mean listen gacked at the uh gacked at the after party was a bit oh he was insanely coping it was quite sad to look at honestly yeah but it's it's like you there the experienced players obviously know that like everything that they have to do is within themselves it's the league of legends fucking thing where people like you want to like how long is it going to take for your silver ass to realize that like you might be better than your teammates but you have to be like way 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 better to to climb the ranks if that's what you really want you know it's the same shit really yeah and you're just lying to yourself if you're gonna be like being being so good that like external outliers won't stop you basically right yeah like it doesn't actually matter if you identify with like your once in a month performance that gets that's platinum level you need the your fucking like 25 days in a month like platinum level dudes identified as platinum the Armada, it's like, my B day is still going to beat someone's A day. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just like, yeah. Oh, but sure. basically, the tournament, we were just all on insane copium. Anthony. I mean, learning experience. Anthony. Anthony, Anthony, Anthony. what happened, man? Captain Falcon. Captain Falcon. Man, man, Captain Falcon down and Captain Falcon up B. Just like, Out just <laughs> completely. <laughs> no, it was like the most awful. Ever, like, yeah, it might have been the most awful, like, loss I think I've ever had. <laughs> like, in terms of, like, throwing. And, and, and this is something where I just like I'm just not there yet, right? I noticed like against both Linzel and Manray, who I lost to, is like just the gameplay. Like I'm so I'm even Linzel, right? I think this guy's a lot better than me, but like I'm like my gameplay just slowed the fuck down. And obviously that's when, when that happens. I'm just I just not gonna win because this guy's just gonna out, you know, he's, he's gonna outdo me. But like, oh, it's like I just con it out, you right? You know, go for the edge guard, get yeah. reversal die when i when yeah. i when i've missed the tech on falcon yeah mr yeah, tech on falcon up b when i did i didn't have to like i didn't even have to take that risk right but like it's weird it's like i t- the sense of urgency wanted me to win like i just it freaked it? out yeah you yeah. are too bad yeah. yeah yeah and then and then seb yeah like we all that's what i mean yeah and, and then seb after he lost to linzel he like he just went straight back to the hotel room he just down to soju or two and yeah and i just back. went straight to have a sleep like, yeah, I, I'm about to say, and after I lost to Ashen, I did have a little bit of a toss, bit of a, bit of a. I went, I went stone skipping, uh, yeah. with, with the control, then, mate. Yeah, that I, and then I went back to, to Anthony, and I'm like, I'm gonna go to the hotel room for a bit. So I went up there, and me and Seb are just Seb's just sitting there, like in bed with all like, of you guys, are just like salted out, <laughs> dude. And, 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 and then Seb's on day two because my salting was on day one. 
but like yeah. oh yeah and and then seb's just like you know he's just sitting in his bed he's got a surgeon in his hand and he's just we just look at each other and we're just like shaking our head like yeah man and then and then we just sat there we watched like two more sets like we watched uh losers semis and winners finals on um the thing and like at this point we're both down to like two sojus in like 10 minutes and we're like already just like on the verge of just being fucked and we're just like yeah, let's go back down and watch Grands. It's like, yeah, all right. Yeah. So we just went back down and joined after that. Yeah. <laughs> we just had to go back to the room, grab a few like drinks, and then we we're good. Yeah, insane, great. Yeah. insane coping mechanism, but it's worked actually. Look at that. The, the, next, the next morning, drink did, your problems the next away. Morning, wow. Did the the next morning, seven and I would just like seven would just randomly say. Dude, I lost to Linzel. <laughs> and we're like, shut up, man. Like, shut the fuck up. And then I'd be like, I lost to Ashen. And then Anthony's like, I lost to Vinegreen too. Like, <laughs> oh yeah. my god. It was really, it was, it was kind of funny actually how hard we coped over that. But like, it didn't take away from the trip really. As soon as like that day no. was over, we're just like, oh yeah, Korea was still awesome. Yeah, and the scene's great as well. I, well, I still really like the scene a lot. I would yeah. like, love to compete there. I wish I could go play there monthly this month. I, I would just... hate that, actually. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I'm a big fan of them, like, the meta there and how, like, how they play. Like, I just I just see that's the way to, like, play the game. And, like, I just think it's really impressive that, like, how, like, young their scene is and, like, how quickly they developed, right? It's like, mm. again, they probably have put in their hours, right? Like, and they've got that, no Smash uh, 4 as well. And, 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 and at end of the day, right, it's, like... Reasons why the Koreans are like the best of like you know multiple games is they these guys they put in the hours they put in the work they know what to do. Yeah, they travel like, two hours just to play friendlies for three. Yeah, and also they can like the thing in Smash they can grind with the um with the Japanese players. Yeah, they're, they're Wi Fi or they can oh. travel there as well. Like our, our hotel Wi Fi was good enough for like. Just yeah, Seb, Seb was playing Smash Mate for a little bit instead of playing with us. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and we're and we're like Seb, can we play friendlies? And he's like. No man, I gotta play this Ken on Smash Mate, and he just gets fucking destroyed by this random Ken, <laughs> yeah. and we're just laughing at him the whole time. Like you are dog shit. Yeah, he posted. I think he went seventeen and three or something. He had like no, he went twenty and three. Twenty three. Yeah, right. That's really good. Yeah, he got ranked oh, like a thousandth on Smash Mate before he had to go. Yeah, probably could have climbed a little higher. Kanaji was ranked pretty high. What I saw. Yeah, it's like. But it's like, yeah. And then, and then, Linz, he actually ran into Linzel in, on Smash Yeah, he Mate. ran into yeah. Linzel on Smash yeah. Mate. Yeah. And, then, and then they went like last hit and then Seb won that one. And that's probably why they're so good. Like, online. Yeah, actually, Tanak yeah. showed us a photo in Smash 4. Or like him like being ranked fifth, I think, on on this on the ladder. And I'm like, oh, is there any names I could recognize like on here? Most of them are Japanese. And apparently the, the person behind him was Zachary. Damn. Yeah. You know, you know, like, I think just it occurred to me and it was just like, oh, connecting the dots. Why they're so good at, like, being disciplined with a flowchart is because they probably, online is probably a huge aspect of their grind. And yeah. online, you literally, you get value for being really good at your flowchart. Yeah, and it's like... And that's Kanaji. And, and another problem is, like, if I were to play Smash... Like, this is, like, one thing I wish, like, Australia had. Like, just better online. Because when I play Wi-Fi's in Australia, and I play against, like, what's his name? Like, Yato, the fucking Sora. Oh, or, my like, God. Yato. I play, or I play against, like, like Big Tom 2007, the DK. And I'm just, like, all these players are just dog shit, laggy, 
mother like motherfuckers, just these bullshit dickheads, right? Wait, and then a- and then I and then I get to play against Demo for like two hours. I'm like, yeah, yeah. This, is, this is better. This is well, it, it's like if Australia, I don't think Australia has is, the is infrastructure is, to do like a ladder is, system. Is the, uh... But like, yeah, we 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 do not because the problem is is that Australia already knows everyone, but in Korea, you can also connect with Japan, and in Japan. You don't know anyone. It's like everyone is just so good. But in Australia, when you're like playing Wi-Fi's and the best person you can run into at any time is just like Demo, which is pretty good. Or, you know, you find... That's you have to play Wi-Fi tournaments. No, but like we just can't. It's too late. The, the, the not... London matchmaking is such, such a... It's so much better. You. Like, if, I don't know. If we, I, we have done... There have been like... Yeah, we did have the Oz Smash ladder, but it was like... It was like eight people who were doing it and they were all just like... Wi-Fi you're, warrior. You have something to work to, right? There's a, rank, there's, a, there's a ranking, obviously, right? I'm sure that's a big incentive for like players. Yeah, like, like Akola and Amiya came out, right? They were ranked first on this on this ladder system. Yeah, and and it's also like I feel like the comparison is like if you were to play chess in like with the world, right? On like if you were to play like light chess or like chess.com and you were playing on the global ladder, right? That that's like you're getting so much experience. But then if you were to like region restrict it, so you only played other Australian chess players, that's just like it just feels so terrible. Like it would feel just bad that you're finding the same people and eventually it becomes player matchups over character matchups because you can't this is, this is just learned helplessness. You know that, right? Like you Yeah. I, f- I feel kind of doomed about Australia Wi-Fi after going to Korea. It's like, Bro, like it was you, it was getting to the point Seb would actually rather play Wi-Fi than with us. Going to America and you're like, wow, everyone's just so good. I like come back to Australia, it's just like it's just doomed. Like fucking But, it, but it's more like the Wi-Fi, like just having good internet. It just no, like it's not it's not in our control. It feels bad. No, like I like sure, right? Maybe the maybe like five frames of latency matters a monstrous amount. But low key, I think it's literally just there's a lack of will and there's complacency, like because I you. Think, I think it's like, yeah, I agree. You, like, we have it good. We have so many tournaments, right? So there's always the alternative escape option of being like, I'm just gonna go locals and shit. And then when you're there, you're like, I feel good. I'll play my secondaries, or I'll play this, or I'll play this person, and I'm just gonna beat this person because I want this money, or like I want this ranking, or like I wanna. I don't feel like it. here, here, here. In these countries, they don't have privilege. They don't have that luxury of having so many things. So they actually go focus all their energy on like perfecting their craft and shit. And then they just, there is like a culture of fucking Wi-Fi fucking fiends that just have ended up like creating this like climate of fucking high level Wi-Fi Kanaji, like Kanaji discounts, you know? And like really, really... Australia can probably do that too, but you go on quick play and you look at like the fucking like average and you're like, wow, like, everyone's so shit, right? But you can also just go to Wi-Fi tournaments, right? And like maybe 90% of the people on Wi-Fi like on tor- tournaments are like bad, right? But you verse, you you have a high likelihood of versing someone that actually knows what they're doing, you know? And like you don't have to stop at just being like, I can beat this guy. You, you can continue. And this is what Nick's good at, right? He doesn't see it as like the end of getting number one. He... You can perfect your craft infinitely. Like, if you're not fucking MK Leoing people and JV4ing everyone, right? There's always something to work on. And you can use this mode of playing against a consistent 
amount of people in a certain setting that requires you to have to find different strengths in your style of play, right? And you use this on with the under, with the fucking goal of being better, right? And like not limiting yourself with external factors. Like our scene could be so much better, but what it is is just there is complacency because we're very lucky. And not lucky in the sense of having a good top level depth, but lucky because it's it's Loki just Australia as a whole, like as a, as an entire country. It's the same sort of like ethos, you know. We have privilege of locals and good good community and shit like that, and like we get happy, and then that's it. Like, but we yeah. can keep, keep getting better and better and better. Getting better. That's the, I think that's the thing, right? Like I think we could look to utilize like Wi Fi better. For just example. arenas, man. Yeah. Just like contact top players. Well, right? no, but like, yeah, like something like this, like a ladder system or some sort of ranked board, like something, something to encourage more people to play in like different ways, right? And different ways to practice. I think and the thing is, it's not like you have one thing and that will just magically turn fucking like PT into fucking Chunky Kong, you know? Nothing like that ch- matters, but it's actually the will. Like it's like creating a platform and having creating a good ethos, a culture to make people work harder, because we're bad because we just don't work as hard as other places. That's that's just it. Yeah, and you're lying to yourself if you're like if you think that's like not it, right? And I'm not I'm not po- I'm not pointing at like you, Bradley, or like fucking tricks or like Nick and stuff like that, right? But you know that like the whole community at large is like is very highly responsible for your growth as a player, right? And like I don't I'm not saying that Australian community doesn't work hard, but we could work so much harder, you know? Like we like I think it's like we're pretty respectable. Like we're we're pretty good, right? But we could be so much better, obviously, but people are just complacent, you know? And that's all it is. Right? And like I think going to Korea and like that's a, that's a really great going to any country is a real great opportunity to just culture shock yourself and just realize like the difference in gameplay the difference in style but also the difference in like culture and like work ethic you know yeah like we we always knew that like like yeah korean korean people they're hard workers right like like, americans are fucking hard workers too yeah they're all just selfish fucking idiots, but like they they work so hard because the the American dream is instilled in their fucking like life, you know. Japan works really hard too, and like they're also just anomalies because I think they're like freaks of nature. But like they obviously still work hard. And the thing the thing with Japan is that they don't stop. Like I think it probably is because they don't have money. They don't have things to stop. You know how everyone has like things to stop where they're like, ah, oh, I'm. This is good enough. I'm good. This is good enough. They love the game so much that they just keep on perfecting it. They keep on perfecting it, and this 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 trickles down. You know, you just get like so many really great players with different styles and shit. But nice. yeah. Well, to summarize the trip, I guess were there any main takeaways that's like personally that you would probably want to try and develop now that you're back home and we have locals like on like that gameplay. Stuff? Oh, yeah, yeah. We're sure. just like in like tournament Both. values now. Um, hmm. You guys are. I, saying- we, I, I think it, it, it. This one's a bit sounds silly. Maybe for Bradley, this might be more reality. But like, 
you gotta learn how to fight these fucking top tiers, these DLC pack two characters. Yeah, oh. like, <laughs> like, like, I, like I don't like, actually know how to approach it. Approaching yeah. approaching like a top tier just feels so impossible. I'm, I'm like I got so As lost in, when like literally literally approaching right. Like like yeah like, no like like if I'm if I'm at a if I'm losing how do I how do I hit them? It's just oh, like yeah, yeah, yeah. it ju- it just feels genuinely like impossible to beat a top tier. Like especially when I was just playing against like so many of them every day like i it's like i'm actually kind of disappointed in australian character meta when i see like when i could like think like oh my god what if what if uh, again, they, the same thing could like, be said if they came here and they're shocked at like our character meta because like we're playing some wacky characters at the top right yeah i mean like spamage yeah. could obviously like beat them or jicks could yeah. like beat them with diddy which is like not too wild but like like i i like genuinely feel like just like playing against those top tiers every single like match just felt so hard compared to like other like because like korea obviously was very top tier focused but then like we could compare like even just like europe and it's like they have a lot less you know dlc2 characters than korea had like even just dlc characters in general like we look at like shrix's run and he had like what did he have he had a greninja Steve, which is pretty hard. A Palu, a Luigi. Yeah, it's like you Kazi and Steve, which is like they're like they're like a there's like two different types of top tiers. You got the Kazi Steve, and then you got the Pyramid Joker, and it's like I feel like Kazi and Steve at least like they don't have like keep away game like like Steve does. You're talking about the MKLeo characters, right? Yeah, like we we don't have any like our best like MKLeo player is like DMO, but like. But, like, that's, like, not, like, even close to as comparable as, like, I think Ashen was. With all respect to DMO. Mm. I think, I think just me, for me personally, it's, like, I, before going to these majors, like, I need to, like, if there's a, a problem in your gameplay, there, there's, like, like, you got to be prepared to, like, know how to deal with it, like, at the major. It, it, like, it might happen, like, it might get exploited, right? right? So, so like, what, what, one thing I've always been weak as, week two, and this got exploited at, like, in friendlies before the monthly, was, like, I'm very weak against just uh, command grabs at ledge. That's something, like, I always have not known how to deal with. And, like, that, that, ki- that killed my tournament run. That killed my major. Right? Like, mm-hmm. so, 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 like I, so, so not having the answers to stuff that could happen is, like... You should no. You should know the answer to stuff that could happen. Essentially, but, like you shouldn't like leave gaps in your gameplay like that. Like which I did, right? Like all oh, this might be a character-specific matchup. Maybe like I've gotten a lot better playing with like playing around with items, playing around with like Rob Rob Gyre and Diddy Banana. But like that used to be a massive problem where it's like I could not use item control at all. Yeah. And there's a high chance you run into an item character in bracket, and that will stop your run. And like, yeah. I had this thing with the command grabs, right? I can't play around command grabs at ledge. I'm getting grabbed every single time because my ledge chart flow chart does not work. Well, one thing that kind of confused me as well is like when I think about like command grabs at ledge, like all that, I feel pretty confident in my ability to just beat those like weird things, like projectiles I feel yeah. confident with. But like when I was like playing Warrior and I'm at like ledge or like at the edge of the stage or whatever, like, you know, I'm, a, I'm on one side and there's just a Mithra standing, like literally just standing there, not even like pressing something. Like I genuinely was so like, I was like, do I get the bike and throw it? I'm like, if I try and pick up bike, they just insta dash tech me. Yeah, you, like, don't, you don't know what to do, right? Because I was, I was like, I actually did not know 
what I could do that would approach this character, because I was just felt so, like, player gapped, yes, but also genuinely, I just felt so tear gapped. I like, I was so lost. I was but like, that's stage control. But you also don't. Yeah, have I, I, but it's like it's not even just stage control. I'm like, if I was at center stage and they were like, not like at ledge, but if they were like quarter stage, I would still feel like. I feel like Australia, if they had a Mithra at any part in the stage, they would sprint at you and they would short hop near on your shield. And that would just be like a field day, right? But like, th th their play style was just, we are going to stand here. We are going to wait. Winning position, Literally baby. nothing. And But it's like, you could be in neutral. Like, it's not even stage positioning. It's like, and I'm just like, I don't know what to do here. Like... You're like, gonna practice I, against this type of play style, essentially. It, it's like even if I have a Mithra at the ledge, if I'm at half stage and they're at the ledge and they're not holding shield, it's like, do I jump at them? Do I, do I, run at them? Do I, do I just not press anything? And I'm like, is really good at this. And, and I was just so lost. And then, yeah, eventually, it was like I tried to stop approaching it, and then like, you know, they would like go a little bit closer, and I'm just like. Oh, well, this is scary. And and I'm just like, well, their character is so good. I can get instant dash attacked. I can get instant run up grabbed. It's unreactable, basically. I I can't do anything. I'm like, and, and I'm like, all right. The one thing I can do, right? I can jump away. That's the only thing that can't hit me. But then, like, they go for the instant dash attack as I've jumped away, and I'm like, wait. You can't punish I'm a that. floaty. I'm a floaty. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. I'm gonna punish this. Yeah, I well, can't. I just, I just couldn't. And I'm like, well, I'm gonna I land think, on them. And, and then I get hit by Mithra upfield. And I'm like, what do I do? I'm so lost. Because you got out of the corner. You got to reset now. Yeah. So I, I got the, I got the mix up just to reset back into neutral, which I was yeah. struggling with in the it's first place. Like it's almost like controls fucking broken, Bradley. No, but like if I was at the ledge, like if if they were at the ledge, right? I still would like not be able to approach them if they were because to do that and jump at me. That's character like that is that is inherently it was just part huge. of like part of your flaw as a character. Yeah, right? I, 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 but like I couldn't right. think of an answer, so now yeah. I'm just like I'm like kind of doomer on Wario again. Like no, I, I know I know I always come back, but like, but there is nothing to do. Like but it's Bradley, like it felt so impossible. Bradley, like, okay, so it's it's crazy that you just realized this, right? But yes, no, this is what like happens when you play a character that. That, play, that plays with their limbs. They don't apply the same level of stage control and pressure as like sword characters, right? But, but it's, it's not it's not just sword characters as well. That's like fine, but it's like the like if I were just a limbed character. I would want a projectile, but like I, my only projectile is my committal to get also recovery. So I'm just like, I'm, and I'm risking so much to just have a neutral and I'm so just why, like, but why? Like, like, so you don't have to play like the answers you have will have to be different from every other character. Yeah, yeah, right? and, and what I noticed, it's just, it's, I have no button that beats them, but they have buttons that beat me. So I have to either predict or somehow react to their buttons just so I can do mine. And that just felt so hard. And I yeah. felt like a lot of their characters, Samus, like fighting a lot of those like more passive characters just felt so impossible. Like even like, even when I play against like Flo, it's like a similar thing, but Flo eventually like makes a mistake because he just tries to like, you know, jump on me, like roll, like whatever. He does all this, but like, playing against someone who just isn't making mistakes and they just like sit there and don't well, let you do anything because your character can't at the moment 
that's why I went Kazuya, because I just felt, like, so defeated with Warrior. I was like, I'm going to try this. We'll like see how buzz, it goes. And, and even then, I felt so, like, it felt harder, but it felt like like I had a projectile at laser, and I was able to win neutral with laser, and I was like, okay, this feels better. And I'm so just how, do you like, think how do you think Gluto deals with it? How do I think Gluto deals with it? He plays the exact same matchup. Yeah, but he also gets to choose. The best player in the world. But he also gets to choose small battlefield every game and Smashville every game. Ah. Where well, what stage where I can play my neutral more. What about those games? What about those games that he didn't play on those stages, huh? You gotta realize that Gluto is actually doing something that you're not. And he is like, so smart. Like he is smart. That, and that's that's the thing. You that that's but that's I'm, the I'm, I'm lost. That's what that's what I'm trying to take away. I'm trying to take away what he does to even beat them. Like I don't. I could not ever see Gluto beating Cosmos ever again on Pyramid. I I just can't see it until I need to see it to believe it, and then I'll figure it out. Like I want to know what he does because I don't think. He's probably got a set, but I've never seen him beat a Pyromithra. Like, well, when he well, beats well, him, a little bit MK low at, at Smash Cross. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 but that was Byleth. Like, Byleth at least no, no, is like... Pyromithra. That was Pyromithra. Did he? Yeah. Okay, well, there's there's a set I could probably go off. We'll go I've through just, it. We'll I've like, never like, seen it, yeah. It, it almost well. feels like um, you're yeah. just overwhelmed just, of the potential. I was overwhelmed by them doing nothing. Yeah, yeah it's, it's so, like... It's like, Australia, everyone's non-stop pressing shit. Doing the most dog shit options, non-stop yeah, pressing, and, and, and I'm just like, there. you have opportunities to outplay yeah, and there. everyone's guy, making mistakes. But like, like when I play, like, they don't give you opportunities to outplay. You just have to fucking. Even even Jono is yeah. like, I kind of realized now. It's like even Jono just pressing a projectile. It's like, well, he's like making a mistake. If I can't beat this, right? But it's like, if he were to press nothing, yeah. Well, it would be like. Well, just I'm be just like, okay. You should also just be careful with how you like talk about your scene, though, because you need to realize that you are also responsible for the things that you probably hate about the scene. You know, it's a trickle. Well, I mean, I don't hate the scene though. I just, I just don't like our playstyle when I. Yeah, can yeah, but you're a top reason. player. It is presents like, a playstyle that works. You realize that there's a self accountability there as well. You know, like there, it, like you have responsibility in that aspect. Um, mm. I'm not. I'm not like. I'm not trying to like shit talk you or anything. I'm just trying to like, ha like, make you avoid the mindset of just constantly blaming the scene and stuff because this happens so much. It's it's a really obvious pipeline. It's person X goes overseas, comes back, just be like, "Fuck your old dog shit," you know, and it's just like, and then everyone <laughs> keeps like. But I don't think Australia's dog. I, I, I just think we're, we're, it's just but like, I, I've always been super take... optimistic about Australia. It's yeah. just our meta is so much different to theirs that I was like, yeah, underprepared. But it was yeah. like, but it's like I still think Australia is good. It's just we play so different. I'm not used to it, yeah. and it's like that's when obviously I need to go travel more, especially to it. But it's like, it, it's just like playing against certain characters. Just felt like we don't have pyramithras. Like I can't blame Australia because like there's no reason to, and also because we just don't have pyramithras. Like I don't have the experience. That's like fair enough. I mean, but, like, if, have the Jono, right? He lost the pyramithras. Yeah, well, he lost like, the pyramithras. We've got none. Yeah. Like he he lost to Shulk. He's never really played you know Kanaji. What, you know what the, you it's know like that felt just so shit. But it's like if I were like when I lost to Kept, I was like yeah. This guy's better than P9, but P9 still get like helped me out a bit. Like I've learned Villager. I don't think I would do nearly this good if it wasn't for P9. But it's like when we have no Pyramithra, the best character in the game, arguably. Like we've got a few jokers, of course. There's like usually one 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 good one each state. 
We've got like no Steves in Victoria. It's like it feels like there's no. You know, our meta, our meta is so anti-meta, is, right? It feels you got to study. You got to do something within yourself. Like you gotta yeah, study. but you but like, if, how am I meant to study for Pyramithra if no one really plays it? Like that's that's just. I guess I have to play it to learn it. I guess like that's probably the best play. You should, yo, man. It's like, it's, it's like, what do you do? Like I can't. It's like hard. It's like, what do I do? Who's the next best Pyramithra I could practice? Have you seen book talk about um, getting like world class good in Tekken with a scene of twenty people? And how he dealt with things that no he did. I that is. I have no clue who that is. Book is. Oh well. I will we'll link you the video. We. Yeah, we'll yeah. Link, link me it later. Link and me it later. It's just like geese. No one plays geese in my big scene of twenty people in the fucking country. So what do I do? I play him, and I have to like work things out and shit like that. And it's just like you just gotta do it yourself and constantly just find things. You know when you're climbing, mm. like you feel like it's helpless. You just gotta find the fucking. You gotta the find rock. the fucking bolt. The random rock that's just sticking out. Yeah, there's always a. There's I, always I just haven't. I haven't found the rock yet, but it's like, yeah, yeah. it feels so mind-boggling just to play against a scene that is so anti-us. Like it's the complete opposite of us, and they probably felt really overwhelmed by me as well. They probably had to. And that's what's exciting. Yeah, exactly. They probably felt the exact same thing. Yeah, I, yeah, I yeah but. I bet you Tanak was like, "Oh my god, you guys! You've got, there's no warrior here to practice. They already have." No, no, he he, he told no, no, he told me he um he used to practice against warrior a lot though. So oh, but like, someone else was like that. Maybe Linz was like, "Fuck, there's no warrior here. Like, this is so bullshit. yeah." No, Linz actually. Just, you, it's just, it's just realizing that you mode, aren't special. It, that's all it is. You're realizing yeah. that you are just like this is an, a problem that everyone else has encountered. So it's mm. time for me to, you know. Yeah, yeah. and and I also would assume like. Maybe Shrix to a lesser extent probably felt felt the same about like Sky J. Just like having an Incineroar, it's like having these characters that we don't have. It's like it feels like in the moment really really tough to like grasp because it's like I just have no experience. But I just no one's expecting you to win that because realistically, if you but don't no one know, expected him to beat Chag either. Like we mm. don't really even have any powers. We've got Luma, you, and that's like fake, actually. Like, like what did I? I mean, with all due respect to Shrix, I had no. Like expectation of him beating Chuck. Oh, look, fake fan, fake fan. Hey, hey, well, I mean, like that's like there's you know that's a top experience. that's a top twenty player in the world, and then there's other experience is very common, and also it's just there the is char- like the character is a bit simple, yeah. There's a hope, yeah, and it's like Shrix beating Leon, you know. There's a hope, or like Kanaji being Proto, you know. No, I mean that that's just that just fucking blows my mind. I still yeah, don't know how that it, happens. It, it's fucking weird, right? It went but one like, two beating Proto. This is like when Jetstar beat me, and then it went oh like one and four at Temple. But you <laughs> know, except like, it's like Kanaji going one two. Variables, and it's a high variable game. It's mm. a high variable game. Like it's it recognizing your. It's not like you're good and like you're better. It's like you're at that area, yeah. and then when, once you're at that area. There's a chance, you know, like God flips a coin. Yeah, I just, I just really want to learn how to beat Pyramid right now. <laughs> we'll do it. We'll do it. Yeah, we'll, I get that. I get that. I'll, I'll, we'll make it's, it. It's so beyond you, tilting to play against that. Shit. Anthony Shrix, Nick. What were they? I need to learn ice climbers as well. And then we'll I need to learn how to beat ice climbers. That that thing's also out. something else. You know, we just we'll work it out. Yeah, mm. and hopefully Quickly I can before learn before we go, special tour. Maybe the last, yeah, last topic is. Talk about Smash World Tour, maybe a little bit. So you guys are going, right? Yeah, Anthony, well, are you going? I just figured this out while in Korea that actually it's very, 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 very... Well, it's, first of all, Jono's just going. That's just, yeah, just 100%. Just and then Shrix and Didi 
I've probably locked in their spot already. Yeah, after their, I've got enough points. After, get, after getting their points from Uprising slash uh, Wanted and Boss Battles. Yeah, so it's like we're probably going to have three reps. For maybe Smash four. Or, just on invitation alone. And yeah. then depending on how Bin does at events soon, yeah. maybe maybe Nick. Like, maybe. Like, uh, he wins a Rambad, he wins Big Cheese, maybe. But it's like, we've currently got basically three people guaranteed for Smash World Tour. It's pretty good. So it's like... That's actually insane. Like, yeah, I know. That, 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 that blew my mind as well when it, we looked at the data. It's fucking actually insane thinking about that. Mm, having Phantom and Bam specifically, it was having like... three people get... like like So the way I envisioned like the chance to go overseas, I've always thought this was like a... Not once in a lifetime, but all, like almost like... What the game, maybe? Once yeah. in a game sort of yeah. like thing. Yeah. And then now like this is happening so much more often... And this is so valuable, like insanely uh, valuable. So I'm just like so happy for, for you guys. And just being like, just realizing that like, this is so much experience. Like this is fucking crazy when we better milk it. Like, yeah. That, that's why I want to learn some of these top tiers before I go. Just because if I play against them, I just don't want to get shit on a neutral again. That, that felt so bad. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. The one thing that's kind of scaring me though is after the career, I'm a bit low on finances. But I, I am starting hey, to work now, but it's like... The grilled. Yeah, the grilled. But I'm also like oh. still genuinely like terrified it's, just it's because it's fun. like... I'm terrified because I don't know what to... Like if they don't pay for me to go out there basically in full, I don't think I will be able to go. Gotta start saving Because I've, I've only got like $1,000 right now. And that's like not even a one-way flight. I think Gimmer chops. Yeah, Gimmer, if Gimmer does not chop... Twitter is, hearing it. Twitter, Twitter is hearing it. Twitter is hearing it. Cancel Gimma party. Anyways, um, not. I have to go. I'm going to Pixel. Yeah, me oh. too. It's been, it's been a long F. Yeah. Really sorry, you sorry. Pixel? Yeah. It's four o'clock. It takes me like two hours to get there. You could still chop. Does it? It, it starts at seven. Oh, how am I getting home? Like, yeah. Oh. Maybe not. Yeah, maybe not. Hey. I've got a hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah, you can I win it. You yeah, I could just win it, but you never know. I'll pay for your entry. Nah, I don't want to. I just don't think I'll go. Not the vibe. That's fine. Yeah. All right, that's the that's career up. Done. The career. Thank you so yeah. much for that's listening. A lot of stuff yeah, whoopsies. And uh, that's that's good. We'll probably have a, half hours. a different kind of international episode. Next yeah, time, so. yeah, we go get Seb to join them. <laughs> <laughs> See how it goes. All right, Seb can replace, can replace Bin. True, because Bin's gonna be okay. Thanks, everyone. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Yeah. Bye.